You're goddamn right they do. What's up, Joe? I was rocking with my band. <laughs> What's up, Joe's? And welcome to another episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan and Rafael Chidez back with you. Fucking kicking it off with some goddamn queen. I'm glad I didn't have to say it, Jeff. I'm glad I didn't have to say, hey, you know, this episode better be started off with some queen. I mean, come on. It was an unspoken bond. That's, we a, had. that's a fucking unspoken rule. I haven't even seen... I haven't even seen the movie yet, but that's just that's unspoken. Uh, I loved the movie. I saw it with my three nephews this weekend. Uh, 12-year-old, 15-year-old, or 16, I think he might be. Yeah, I think he just turned 16. And a 19-year-old, and they all liked it. Uh, to be fair, I do blast Queen all the time in my car. So they're always with me, and they're always listening to what I listen to. Um, so I've gotten them accustomed to Queen. And they all enjoyed it, so I think that's why we all enjoyed it. But it, I, I think it was a good movie. I don't think just because I like Queen, it was a good. I think it was a good movie. I've I've heard zero negative reviews from mm-hmm. anybody I know that has. I um, think it told it, it, Freddie Mercury's got an interesting and compelling story, and I think they told it very well. The guy that they got to be the the head guy, I forget his name, but he was an iRobot, I think, or robot that the television series. What's his name? I, I don't know. I don't know who the actor is that played. I know originally it was supposed to be Sasha Baron Cohen, but that's I don't remember who the actor is that that is playing Freddie Mercury in this movie. Fuck, I wish I could remember his name. But he did a fantastic job. Um, like I was telling you, I really have never gotten into Queen's history. I just have their music because I really like their music and I blast in the car. I've gotten a lot, like I've, Gone into Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin, ACDC, some Black Sabbath. You know, bands I like. Not saying that I don't like Queen. It's just I had never really gone into their history because, you know, I thought I knew enough. Freddie Mercury, you know, was gay and he died at Live Aid. And that was horrible because he's one of the best. <laughs> he died at Live Aid? Well, not at, like shortly after Live Aid. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, that didn't... Shot, bro. You didn't see that? <laughs> that didn't happen, sir. Yeah. No, but... um. <laughs> that's my train of thought but um i thought it was a really good movie i want to go check it out or yeah like i said i hadn't gotten into their history yeah i had never really gotten into their history at all so seeing that he was middle eastern the stuff with his dad i'm not going to spoil anything um and just his story it's a, it's a like i said it's a compelling story it has its up and downs at times i wanted to stop along and seeing what the with the songs that they were playing at times, I, I was, you know, tear fell down my cheek. Um, yeah, no, dude, it was a, it was a good movie. It was a really good movie. Good, I definitely checked it out. Yeah, I I'm uh I'm planning on it. I uh, didn't. This weekend was kind of tough, but uh, maybe I'm going to be in Ohio this coming weekend. So maybe while I'm down there. Oh, you're gonna be there the whole weekend? Yeah, I'm leaving th- uh, Thursday after I get out of work. And um, and uh, I will be back Sunday sometime. 
You know, like I didn't know they were broken up for a while after or before Live Aid, before doing Live Aid. I didn't know they were broken up. I didn't know that. Um, let's see. I didn't know Freddie Mercury had a, a solo career. Did he? Did that album drop? So, in in the movie, they mentioned that uh, he, when he separated from the band, he had a two record deal, solo record deal, and he was. They were talking about him working on album number two. But I was I I had never heard of this album. I don't know if it's out or anything. Um. You know I don't know. But uh, yeah, no, they mentioned okay. they mentioned that. Well, that was part of the story, of course. Right. Sorry, I'm uh, trying to trying to bring up the early reports for the election results in my state. Oh, for right now. for state, weren't you guys voting for recreational? Uh yes, yes, we were. We were voting for. Um, wow. Recreational was one of the proposals. There were three proposals. All of them I looked at as um, as a positive myself. Um, oh, uh, shout-outs to Rami uh, Malik. That was the guy's name. Oh, the, uh, the actor? actor? That, yeah, yeah, yeah actor. yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, I saw that because um, I'm in a toy group, and like I've added some of the guys in the toy group, and some are from uh, Michigan, and uh, they were putting up uh, pictures of their – their voting thing where they're voting because of the recreational marijuana, like a hundred percent legal, right? Yeah. It's, it's going for, um, for a hundred percent recreational, uh, legalization. You gotta do it, Jeff. Do it for me, bro. Oh, I voted, bro. You don't think I didn't vote? <laughs> no, no. I mean, oh. I don't care about vote. I mean, like just change it already. Just do it. Just, just, just say, Hey, this is, this is how it is. I yeah. wish, <laughs> I, I wish I had, uh, I wish because then Illinois has to Illinois has to start getting their shit together after that. They're gonna have a completely illegal state and a legal country right above them, and they're gonna be like, "Nah, not for us." Um, yeah, you're gonna hate me, Jeff. I didn't go vote today. Oh, shame on you! Man, my brother and my fucking dad voted. So, this is how we got Trump, bro. Don't blame me for fucking Trump. I'm Mexican, goddammit. He's you, trying but, to keep me out. But but it's people that didn't vote. Nah, because uh, Chicago, Illinois is blue anyway. Yeah, Michigan used to be blue too. Guess what? We're not anymore. Don't blame me for that. I've, I've I'm just saying. Michigan. I'm just saying, like, that, that, that. The, that's this is why Michigan isn't blue anymore is because a bunch of people our age were just like, oh yeah, if, uh, we don't. If Michigan we don't. was like Illinois. I definitely go vote, but Illinois is always blue. Michigan is, has always been pretty fucking blue too until the last six years. What happened? Uh, fucking the Republicans got control of the House and Senate, which is why everybody needed to get out and vote today in Michigan on top of legal weed was to take back the House and Senate. And we've had a piece of shit governor for the last eight years poisoning people and not giving a fuck. They're definitely getting ROM out for us. And uh, so his his little fucking bitch boy lapdog Bill Schuette is running for governor now because Rick Snyder yep, can't. The only thing I will take flack for is not vote, not voting for the city shit, for state shit. That, well, I think that, yeah, I think that's where this isn't this uh, yeah. midterm elections isn't 
Um, okay. I mean, it does. It does. There also are um, like national house and Senate fucking seats up and available, but it, it's a lot of state shit in state shit. Yeah. I, Governor, like I'm, for us, governor. Um, year by year, I'm, I'm, I want to, I want to get out there and vote. But that, that Bernie thing really, really, really fucked me up. I, I was it. like, how, how are you guys gonna do that to me? I how get, are you guys gonna do that to the, like? I get that. I, I trust me. I was bummed and fucking pissed about it. But being pissed about it and then sitting on your ass is not how uh, you fix I, it. Uh huh. And I'm not not saying that to you. I'm just saying in general. And I, I don't get political on a lot of shit because, yeah. for the most part, I don't care. But the like, these are important elections, and they're they're important. So get out. Yeah, man. I didn't vote. You got a half the hour. Chinese, I'll pause. Chinese, I'll pause the, the show. Had, had two votes. Blue, so. <laughs> I'll pause the show so you can go run and vote and before the end I'm of the registered. day. I'm registered. <laughs> yeah, you got a half hour to vote. I'm good. <laughs> dude i i took the time out and i was like oh fuck trump man he's not getting in let's not uh-uh we're getting bernie in and then right but bernie the, wasn't actually on the ballot yeah but then the democrats were like yeah you know what uh fuck your your guys's choice um we're gonna put in whoever we want to put in and she's just as shitty so there you go we're like okay thanks i will go back to not voting because it didn't count. Like, what the fuck? Like, we we clearly made our choice, and they're like, yeah, fuck your choice, guys. This is the real choice. It's like, nice. I'm not saying that that was going to happen now, but... That's my excuse, Jeff, all right? It's weak. I'm not saying it's not. <laughs> it's weak. I'll I'll allow it. Because I love you and you're my, you're my brother, but that's weak. I'm not against voting. I'm just a lazy <laughs> piece of crap. And they 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 fucking once I stop being a lazy piece of crap, they're like ha 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 ha, we got you. And I'm like, all right, then I'll just go back to being a lazy piece of crap. But I wanted to believe in voting. I was like, yeah, this is gonna work. I can't even argue with you. I can't like you. <laughs> You know what, Jeff? Next year, I'll vote. Just there's, for you. there's not an election next year. Yeah, sucks. <laughs> that was the only year. Well, actually, next year you'll be able to vote in the primaries for the presidential. I'll do. I'll do it then for 2020. <laughs> so you'll vote for you'll vote for somebody again, and then they'll lose the primary, and then you yeah. won't. Then you won't vote. No, I'll vote Democrat, even though I don't know how Trump won. But well. <coughs> Excuse me. Because <clears throat> um, people want to make that like they want to take my <laughs> voice away because they're like, "Oh, well, you didn't vote, so you can't argue." And I'm like, no, "Well, I won't." I pay that. taxes, so as of I right now, Prop One. But um, you know, it's only eight thirty in Michigan, so no fucking uh, polls have have really precincts have really reported, but. It has a lead, leading by uh, 52.99% of her vote yes. So, hopefully. Hopefully. 
I just know I just know Chicago was uh, very inclined in getting Rom out because he's been taking uh, vacations and like not doing shit and taking funding away from schools and even Chance called him out and threw him in one of his uh, songs and he's like, "Hey, we're getting you the fuck out this year, bitch." So that's a lot of what I've been seeing. So I think that's that's what's going on. But did you get out and vote to get him out? Nah, he's been cool to me. He was cool. He's never done anything to me, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. I just gave I, you the fucking Dikemi Matumbo finger. Yeah, the no, 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 no. no, no. Didn't we see that this weekend? What's that? Fuck, I thought I saw that somewhere this weekend, the Matumbo finger. Somebody might have done the Matumbo finger. Might have been, was it UFC? It might have been Derek Brunson. When, uh, it might have been. When Asanya tried to kick him, when the Asanya landed that kick, and it kind of hit him in the face, but it really, he said it hit him in the shoulder. I think I, it might have been. I think that was what it was, and then he got knocked Because we were all like, oh! Because <sighs> you look at him, he's doing the Matumbo. Dude, have you ever heard the story about Matumbo when he was in college? And he won, like he scored the game-winning basket in like some big game. <coughs> I can't remember who it was against, so, but I think he went to Georgetown. He walked into a bar, like a, the 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 bar and local bar in town, and just walked in the door and screamed, "Who wants to sex Matumbo?" No, I've never seen that. Mm. Yeah, apparently it's like a, it's a legend. I don't know if it's true, but mm. it's like one of those fucking super legends. So. Me and my friends all the time will just like yell at each other who wants to sex Matumbo. Who wants to sex Matumbo? <laughs> uh, live updates. Polls close in Illinois as voter turnout in Chicago may be highest for midterms since 1998. Yeah, they were pretty high around Stay here home, too. Raphael, and play Call of Duty 4. That's what we're telling you. <laughs> Raphael, you weren't part of the high voter turnout. You weren't high or voting. <laughs> well, I was high at home playing Call of Duty. You I was, hey, I was killing Nazis on Call of Duty, bro. That's what I was doing. I do feel bad, though. Let's just start voting. Yeah, your brother and your dad did. And my dad doesn't even know what the fuck's going on. But I do counsel my dad on who to vote for, though. Well, okay. But you still didn't vote. <laughs> <laughs> That's great that you. I'm getting closer, bro. I'm getting closer. That's great that you you helped your dad to make the right decisions, but you still didn't follow through, sir. One of my frat brothers is he's running for something. He won it. He was running unopposed. So you can't get me there, bitch. You can't get me there. He was running unopposed. I didn't have to vote for him. That's still fucked up. Ah, fuck that guy. You could have made it a landslide victory. Ah, fuck that guy. Is it one of the frat brothers you don't like? No, he's just one of the younger guys, but um, yeah, he's he was running unopposed. He was running unopposed, so he won. He was gonna win that. Um, I think he's gonna be moving to, or he's gonna have his office in Springfield. Good for him. Like, yeah, no, it's pretty impressive. Congratulations him. to him. But you ran unopposed, so he's got some competition in there. Why didn't you run against him? Because I smoke a lot of weed, and they'll probably drug test me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they don't drug test for government fucking positions. No, I don't know. I don't oh, you know what? So. That's what I'm, I'm going for, governor, bro. There you go. Oh well, you know what? This Popeye sponsoring fighters. I might get back in the training, bro. You never know. 
Get that free Popeyes for life. <laughs> At least, I, look, you don't got to be that famous. Just locally in Chicago and shit and be like, hey, I made it to the UFC. Sponsor me. You, I mean, I would hit up like Recos or something, something Chicago because Derek Lewis got that because he's from Louisiana. Isn't yeah, he? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Port- Portillo's, here I come. Yeah, there you go. Portillo's, fucking Recos, whatever. Recos, yeah. Giordano's. Giordano. Just get them all, bro. All yeah, right, all of them. I'll just, hey, I love you guys all. Why fucking why fight over it? I'll tattoo your logo on my body before I fight. <laughs> yeah. I'll crown my forehead. Look, then, right here. then then Reebok can't tell me I can't wear my sponsorship, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Loophole. Well, hopefully, by the time I make my pro debut, Reebok's out of there. <laughs> hopefully. But who knows if it's not just going to be like Nike or Adidas. <laughs> Fingers crossed, bro. F- fucking Under Armour. Well, they do have the drink sponsorship with them, right? But uh, that's Body Armor. I don't know if Under Armour oh. owns Body Armor or not. Never mind. I thought it was Under Armour, same no. company, but it's company. Body Armor is just the name of the drink company, but they they could be. I have no idea. I've never actually had a Body Armor. I don't believe. So I don't know. Hey, dude! I finished Apocalypse. Huh? Oh, the fucking figure? Yeah, I, I don't think I sent you the storm. Now that I think about no, it, no, you didn't. I have I, I I finished Apocalypse. Is he sitting on the throne or is that Thanos? No, that's still Thanos. Okay. Fuck that. Now I gotta make a throne for a better like a, not a better one, but a different throne. Yeah. Put for, the four uh, horse, Apocalypse. The yeah, four horsemen and then fucking Arch- yeah, Archangel's hitting GameStop, so I need him. Get him. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, I got Storm and the body, and I had everything else, so I got to form uh Apocalypse. Nice. The man. video upload. That's tight. Yeah, he's pretty big too. He's probably Thanos' size. Nice. Yeah, he dwarfs Bishop and Cable a little bit, so Fuck it's pretty yeah. huge. I was pretty stoked about that. That's what's I up. I opened dude. up Carnage too. Carnage is pretty sick. Dude, that Carnage was tight. Well, yeah. I mean, I need to go. I need to get more of the symbiotes because uh, the Monster Venom is probably the best. Check yeah. out my toy unboxings on Full Heel Podcast, guys. Do it. I'm a big kid now. <laughs> and then people are like why don't you have a girlfriend Rafa? because i couldn't do any of this shit if i had a girlfriend I right couldn't, couldn't do anything podcast buy toys do whatever the fuck i want to do oh, read comics man man there's some days dude i come home and i start i start i because i picked up some comics i'll read a comic I, it just recently started but you know i couldn't i wouldn't be able to do that if i had a chick bro know? Speaking of, like, having chicks and stuff, and, like, again, this is some shit I don't ever really talk about, but this is kind of funny and, and explains why I don't ever, why I have, like, anti-relationships half the time. <clears throat> so this this girl that I, my ex-girlfriend from, like, high school, we were together off and on, like, through all through high school and shit, <clears throat> and, like, we dated a little bit after high school in our 20s and stuff. She's getting divorced and is moving back into town. And like, she hit me up and like, she just hit me up and it was, it was like kind of innocent at first. She just wanted somebody to talk to, was going through some shit, needed someone to vent, whatever, whatever, whatever. So yeah. then she starts like, kind of, I can tell she's starting to get feelings and starting to like fucking try to pressure me to hang out with her all the time, like hang out with her and shit like this. And I'm just, like, I'm mad hesitant because, number one, like, this chick and I have been through some shit. 
Yeah. And it, it hasn't all been good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I'm also, oh, yeah. I'm trying to be nice, but like, you're not even divorced yet. Chill the fuck out. Why are you trying to yeah. pressure me yeah. into some shit? And then yeah, she kind of got snappy at me yesterday because I was like, go, cause she was, I was going out to dinner with a friend of mine because I didn't get to hang out with her on my birthday mm-hmm. and she wanted to take me out to dinner. So we went out to dinner last night and this girl was all kind of getting, giving me a like pissy because like I, I didn't want to, I, I didn't have time to meet up with her for a drink this weekend. And I kind of brushed it off. And then today she got a little fucking snippy and I had to fucking, I had to be like, Whoa, all right, let's, let's back the fucking train up here real quick. <laughs> yeah. I, and I've tried to be you're nice. Little, you're a little bit, you're, you're too nice to girls. I, I, I am. Look, oh no. I brought the hammer down, bro. I, I've gone from extremes myself and I need to find the in between, but before I was too nice. And now I'm just like, when relationships are over, I'm like, fuck out of here give me the fuck alone well like i haven't really had it like don't talk to him but look i'm not an asshole about it I don't right like, i'm not like fuck you i'm just like look don't i mean we got nothing to talk about it's over here yeah Bye. for sure like we haven't had a relationship relationship mm-hmm. in fuck like 12 13 years maybe i mean it's been a long, long ass time mm-hmm. she, she's been married for i think going yeah. on 10 years now or almost yeah. 10 years so like like we had, we've been friends on Facebook, but it's not like we had a lot of contact and shit like that. But she just like popped up one day, and we, I just like kind of, you know, just talking to her, or whatever, no big deal. The but just it went from like zero to fucking sixty. Yeah. And I tried, I tried to explain it. Like, I'm like, look, I'm, I'm, you know, she was kept she like trying to badger me like I was being shy or playing coy, and I'm like, look, that's not the case. I'm trying to be chill. It's like, hey, this didn't work out for a reason before, right? And like, I, I'm like, I know we're older, and it's and and whatever, but it I'm, could be different. But the thing is, but there I'm not has rushing. Exactly, yeah, I'm not trying to rush back into it. Like, this mm-hmm. is a girl that this was like a girl, like one of the first girls I was ever really in love with. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. we got like real history, and I'm trying to fucking give you an opportunity to fucking play me again, because this is like the cycle. This is what that cycle always was. Like some dude hurt her, she tried to come to me, and then stupidly I would go back into it and like catch, start catching feelings for her again. And then when she'd be fucking better, suddenly something else was better off. And see ya. You know what I did? The chick from Champagne was trying to hit me up still after I had left, and um, like as friends, she was she was trying to hit me up as friends. I don't got time for that shit. So I told her I had gotten some chick pregnant. <laughs> See, I've never fucking like straight up lie. Like I'll tell I had, you. Well, look, th- this bitch would have like by the end, <laughs> like when she knew I was leaving, she had like hickeys on her neck from so I don't know from, from some other dude, right? Yeah, and I and I'm that that's when I was like, you know what, this is I, I'm taking off, and I took off a month earlier than I should have from Champagne because she knew I was leaving and she started doing fucked up shit. So I fucking left. I'm like, you know what, I'm not playing this stupid ass fucking shit. I'm out of here. I left and then like she was she would hit me up like uh call me like trying to be long distance friends. And I was like um I'm like you know what? Look, I got this girl pregnant blah blah. blah. I'm just busy. I'm like I don't got time for this shit. <laughs> See like I it worked. I've never done that. Like I'll be straight up with you. And if I wasn't interested 
Like if I hadn't had interest in and mm-hmm. maybe seeing where this could maybe go, yeah. I would have been straight up with her. But like I was just trying to be friendly, and then hey, maybe let's see, let's let's work into it. But dude, I'm, it was I'm a just lot like straight, up straight gas pedal. Well, like there was at first, I didn't need now a I reason am, but... to be straight up. But like yeah. she pushed it to that over the last few days, and she got that fucking brutal honesty. Mm-hmm. I broke oh I broke it down from A to B to C like. Hey, this is and exactly what I just said on here. This is the fucking cycle that you and I went through since we were 15 years old. Like, yeah. See, with me, it was like I got I can... this girl in champagne, so I was like, you know what? I'm not. I I'm not gonna get into this. I'm not gonna be like, well, what about like you had this, this, and that, and I like I I wasn't gonna get into a whole thing. I was back in Chicago. I was where I wanted to be, and I didn't want to get into some stupid dumb fight for yeah. no reason and i'm like you know what just it's easier if i don't ever have to talk to you again it's just easier for me you're from champagne i'm from chicago i met you when i was leaving for some stupid reason and now i'm stuck in this dumb situation so leave me alone yeah. like leave me I'm, alone lady i'm just i was like look this isn't gonna go anywhere and I'm not gonna fucking allow it to be pursued in anything until yeah. like you're divorced. Like, nah, yeah, you, dude, you yeah. need you need to chill. You got a three year old kid. Yeah, you got to figure some shit out. And yeah, this, this, I'm not gonna be was... the one to fix you. Captain Savaho hung his cat his fucking cape up. This girl was a lot younger than me, and like when she had haters and still trying to hang out with me when I was leaving, I was like, okay, this girl's you know not messed up, but she doesn't know what she wants. Yeah, I mean, this is. This is like, like I said, this is somebody I've known since I was like 14, 15 years old. So, but yeah. Yes. I don't, I don't think, I don't think the, I got some chick pregnant would have worked with you. Nah. I mean. It worked with me because she's from Champaign. I'm from Chicago. So I don't have to be like, Hey, look, here's my kid. Yeah. No, it doesn't work (laughs) because like, I still see her family and shit like that. You're in a small town. So it doesn't, it doesn't work. Her fucking, her sister's kids go to the same school district that we all did, which is the same school district my nephew plays football for. Mm-hmm. So I see them all the time. But, yeah, man, but it's the, that's the kind of shit. It's like, look, I, I fucking... Hey, dude, she could be one of those people that needs to be in a relationship, and those kind of people are the people I want to stay the fuck away from. Well, I, I can't really say... I mean, it's hard to say it's somebody that needs to be in a but obviously she's fucking craving something coming out of a marriage Uh uh you can get it from me the problem is is that they all fucked up that i have this theory okay every single girl that i've ever loved in my life and had like a relationship with where i was in love with at some point always tries to come back later when they fucking see the grass ain't greener on the other goddamn side every single one of them this this one is now after her divorce my another ex of mine before that every fucking one of them the married chick that i used to fuck after her divorce and shit she's she's been trying to come back at me for the last fucking year of my life like no it didn't work out for a reason yeah that's that's what i've come to realize it's like and and i've could i couldn't be friends with people it's just like i said this girl had haters 
I, I don't I don't know exactly where her head was at when I left the I didn't know her for that long. I met her towards the end of me leaving. What do you mean she had haters? What is that? What haters? does that mean? Oh, they're hickeys. They're oh, marks. Wait, okay. No, 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 sir. Those are hickeys. When you said she has haters, it sounds like you're talking about people on the internet. Yeah, sorry. I, I should I should have been clear. That's what they say in Chicago. That's Chicago lingo. What? Like, they call them hater marks. What the fuck? Yeah. Because oh, so you know why? I was today so, years got, old when I found out that that is a thing. Um, do you know why they call them that? This is why I, I think they call them that. No. So when when I your girl know. doesn't want you cheating on her, she'll she'll leave a mark on your neck. She'll leave the hickey on your neck, so other bitches see it, and you can't go around sleeping with other bitches. Right. It's just. Called, Are you hating on the game? It's just called a hickey. Yeah, no, but that Chicago likes switching shit up. I don't know why. That's crazy. I've never in my life, I've never in my life heard that before. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I have a feeling that a, a lot of people out there have never heard that in their life. Yeah, before, thank, so. thank you for clearing it up. They probably haven't. They no, because like the first time you said, I mean, I knew what you were talking about when you said, hey, because you were pointing at your neck, but yeah. I could see you. Where nobody else could, and I didn't really think about mm. that until you said it again the second time, and I was like, "Wait, he's... see, sometimes Jeff, I think it's just me and you hanging out and talking, and <laughs> not even the podcast." I know it's just it's just such a comfortable conversation. Yeah, did you press start on the on the recording? Did yeah, we record? I did. Well, I mean, I told you I was waiting. I was gonna let you go <laughs> fucking vote real quick first. <laughs> now time is out. Yeah, time's up. And not the not for Harvey not the Harvey Weinstein thing for voting today. Time's up. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> the Time's Up movement found him. The Me Too movement. The Me Too and the Time's Up, isn't it? I don't know. I think I'm... it's I think it's two of them. No, I think the Me Too is being sexually harassed, and the Time's Up is we're done with this bullshit or something. I don't know. I could be wrong. Are you sure you're talking about Harvey Weinstein, the guy that got that that the Me Too movement really that got brought to life from? The Time's Up thing, maybe that's about your mayor. I don't know. Oh, I think the Time's Up is an actual thing that they're raising money for for lawsuits. Oh, shit. Them. No. I, I... I think Chris D'Elia advertises on his podcast. Mm, I'm unaware. That That's where I heard it. I don't pay attention but, uh, enough. I'm behind. I'm behind on the Times. On the Times. I fucked up. I fucked up. <clears throat> oh, man. So what do you say we uh say we break down this card? I don't know. I think we should talk more about relationships and stuff. <laughs> I mean, we can. I got. I can fucking unpack a bunch of shit. I've been in an, a weird place the last couple of weeks. If I haven't had bad luck, I haven't had any fucking luck at all lately, man. So what do you mean? Just, like getting punani? No, no, not that. But just like everything. Look at the last couple of weeks of like all the shit that's happened. So before I hit the deer. That week, oh yeah right yeah my uncle my uncle died that Sunday. Uh, Wednesday I was trying to get some fucking puss the day that I hit the deer and that's why I was out so late that didn't happen. Oh no! Hit the deer the next day is my uncle's funeral. Go to that, find out later my grandma's fucking sick. Like sick sick you know so yeah dude it's it's just been a stellar couple of weeks. My birthday was shit. Sorry to hear that, bro. That's cool. I mean, it's all right. The fights were good. That helped a lot. I cooked yeah. myself a fucking dank-ass steak and some shrimp. Nice. That was cool. Now, my, my birthday wasn't bad. It was just like right away when I woke up in the morning, 
I get a text message from one of my buddies that's supposed to be coming for the fights. He's bailing on me because um, his wife and I's birthday, his wife who was, was like one of my really good friends growing up, um, our birthdays are a day apart. So her birthday's the next day. She wanted to go out for her birthday on Saturday, so he wasn't going to be able to go to the fights. So then later that day, I get a text from Tony that he's not coming because he's got food poisoning. So it's like, oh, damn. yeah, so it's like half my fucking friends that I wanted to hang out with weren't coming. I was just I was fucking in a bum ass mood the rest of the day. So, but oh, like my I said, good card that helped. My friends came over, but I'm not trying to rub it in. Yeah, thanks for thanks for rubbing it in. <laughs> that, your, I mean, your friends came when it was your birthday. My friends told me to go fuck myself. Thanks, man. Oh yeah, a bunch of my friends came for my birthday. Yeah, oh cool. Yeah, <laughs> no, just sorry, just twist never... twist the knife <laughs> yeah, twist the knife a little mind. more. Why don't you grab the fucking salt behind you and throw it right in the wound too? All right, you want the salt? <laughs> It yeah. wasn't even my birthday Saturday, and they all came over. <laughs> <laughs> You're an asshole. I love you, Jeff. If I were in Michigan, I would have gone. <laughs> I know, brother. And I fucking put my dab on my dab or, or my rig too hot, so now it's going to fucking hurt my lungs. No. No, check out my fight companion. Me and my friends are chilling. Talking shit about the fights. Talking shit about each other, probably. <laughs> yeah, fucking... I meant to, <coughs> I fully planned on like jumping in the YouTube chat for a little while during the fights, but I got so fucking caught up watching them because they were really good. Yeah, really good fights. Um, and I'm gearing really up. Hot. <laughs> I'm gearing up for uh, Friendsgiving, the 28th. So stay tuned for that. I don't know if we're going to podcast that day. We probably should. <laughs> but uh, the second, second annual, <laughs> second annual. Thanksgiving or Friendsgiving celebration where I have my friends over and we just chill. And um, I don't know if we'll order food or we'll all bring something. Something will happen. So, a.k.a. every Saturday night at the Full Hill Podcast Studios. Yeah. yeah. But this time it'll be all of them at once because sometimes, sometimes it's like four. I know. I'm just fucking with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to get a yes. little jab back, okay? <laughs> It wasn't even. Saturday. It wasn't even really a jab. It was just pointing out that that's like every Saturday at your house because everybody comes over for the fights every week. Yeah, damn. There was like five of us here, six. Still was here watching the fights. Goddamn, full house. Uh, Nero came back. He brought a bunch of liquor. Oh, nice. But he had some scotch. Oof. Some some good scotch too. I like some scotch. fancy scotch. It came with glasses. It was in a nice uh, package. Two nice. glasses. He left it in studio. Oh, oh. Yeah, glasses are for the studio and the rest of the liquor. Nice, yeah. Scotch is uh, scotch is good shit. I don't drink a lot of it, but I like a little sip of some scotch every once in a while. I'm definitely gonna have some drinks on Friendsgiving. Get a little buzz great. going. Yeah, yeah. Got a little buzz off that dab. God damn. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I guess I guess we should get into some fight card, right? Yeah, let's, we got no, if we got no more relationship advice. Hey, my best relationship advice: pull out. <laughs> Not of the relationship. Just don't yeah, pull don't out. come in her vagina. Pull out of that too. <laughs> yeah, you know how people didn't know what haters were if they don't know what pull out means. Don't come in her vagina. There we go. I'm pretty sure everybody knows what pull out means. 
Just making sure, bro. Just trying to clarify. Trying to clarify the situation. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm pretty. That's a universal term where. Uh, hater marks is not. Yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> All right. Let's talk about UFC 230. Man, what a good you- card! Like, there's only a few. Probably, I don't even want to say bad, but just not not great fights. There were a couple not great fights. Other than that, I really thought it was a really solid card, top to finish, or top to bottom. And imagine what? Very entertaining. Yeah. Now imagine if we would have got fucking Diaz Poirier on top of that. Well, yeah, we're supposed to. Ooh, we. That's what I mean. Dude, don't you want fucking? Uh, didn't you want Eubanks uh, Shevchenko, bro? No, I did not. Come on. We'll talk. Look, look. I don't even want to hear the name Eubanks until I have to talk about her fight. We're we're let's talk about the good parts of the card, okay? <laughs> right, we'll right. talk about that lady later. Uh, goddamn, man. No, it was it was a good good card. Uh, like I said, it was one of the saving graces on my birthday for me. So, um, fucking Daniel Cormier, man, and still, still, and still, still the champ, yeah. champ. Yeah, I didn't think um, I didn't think Lewis was going to be able to land it just because no. no, no one has been able to on DC. No, he got a couple of good shots in in the second round, but for I the, think he closed DC's eye up a little bit. Yeah, he did. DC it. said uh, he said in the post fight one of the, the the last shot that he took before he hit the takedown or whatever it, it had him blinking like for about thirty seconds or something. He said, or for maybe, maybe whatever a certain a little increment of time. Um, they said that one got him pretty good. Um, but I mean, otherwise it went pretty much exactly how we said it was going to happen. And I think I even said that he was going to probably choke him out. Yeah. He's done this to what? Uh, rumble rumble twice. Uh, Gus. Ozdemir, Gus. It's, 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 it's his go-to because they give, they give up the back and he's got a pretty strong grip for being a wrestler. He, and knows, he he doesn't sneak it in. He no, forces he that. He forces bitch. that bitch. He knows, he knows his hands are good enough that he can stand and strike with pretty much anybody, mm-hmm. except for John Jones. And even that, he did a decent. He did a pretty good job in the first fight. Obviously, he got knocked out in the second fight. But I still think even the first fight, like John was, kind of dominating most of the rounds. Yeah, he definitely, he definitely was dominating most of the rounds. Um, but other than that, like Daniel shown he can he can stand and bang with anybody. I mean, he took yeah. he took that big shot from Rumble in the first fight that put him on his ass, choked him out in the second round. Uh, Stipe Ocic wasn't able to. Uh, yeah, he knocked out Stipe. I mean, yeah, he wasn't able to land the super badass shot on him. He wasn't able to figure him out in the. And he was a lot bigger, a lot stronger. Well, we that's what we thought going right. into the fight. Wow. And uh, DC's like, nah, dude, this, I, I'm good at heavyweight. I'm better at heavyweight, maybe. Yeah, I'm nah, comfortable. Nah, B. Um, yeah, I'm, I was impressed. Uh, I'm I'm happy they both got paid, and I think you, you can see it on – on uh, Derek Lewis's face, he was disappointed he lost, but it wasn't like he was heartbroken or anything. No, I mean Derek. 
Derek he, knew. He, he got paid. He they knows. knew this was put together because there was nothing else the UFC had. No one else was taking it. Derek was healthy. And I don't think... DC was healthy. I don't think DC takes... I don't think he takes like a Stipe that quickly. Like it, this is a guy. He, I mean, maybe, maybe, but this this is a guy that he pretty much knew as long as he avoided that big, big boom, he's gonna win this fight. Like it's as about as close. Besides a puncher's chance, it's about as close to a sure thing as you could probably bet on for DC in the heavyweight yeah. division right now. Yeah, and DC was able to land his takedowns at will, and they're oh, pretty simple. Well, of course, Derek, Derek. Wrestling is not very good at all. Um, his stance is not good for wrestling defense. I mean, he stands straight up. He's got no bend to his knees. So as soon as DC touches his leg, because his knee is or his knees aren't bent, there's no give to it. You're just your leg's gonna stiffen right up and go, and that, coming right out from underneath yeah. you. And it, and it's it sucked for Lewis because most of his de- uh, res- wrestling defense is through his power. But right. when you got a guy that has power and has the wrestling technique and can use leverage, your power is not going to work to get him off of that at that point. And and Lewis has never gone up against anybody he's fought, no matter what. Nobody is is at the wrestling caliber that DC is. Mm-hmm. Nobody. No. <clears throat> I mean, this is it's a guy that qualified for two Olympics. Um, you know, lost a national championship to the greatest. American collegiate wrestler ever well was there's some arguments now but that's a whole nother thing but but I mean one of the you know he lost to Kale Sanderson one of the best ever but you know he went on to the Olympics and bad weight cutting and unfortunately he didn't get to to compete so but DC can wrestle that's that's one thing we know for sure yeah, it was, and it was effortless. He knew he could just shoot when he wanted to, and not have to worry about it getting stuffed. Because Derek Lewis doesn't know how to work his body control against somebody that strong on the ground. Mm-hmm. So no matter what position he's going to put himself in, DC can fucking scoot around. There's no threat on the on the ground from jujitsu from Derek Lewis. It so, just goes to show you how much of a badass fighter he is just on raw talent. Yeah, it is. It's just power. It's just, I'm going to yeah, knock if, you the fuck out. If you were able to hone it, because I think he was a football player, I think, out of college and then went to jail yeah, or prison. prison. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, like, he never really had a base for fighting. I think he just got into it and was good at it. Because he even says it himself. He's like, I'm not in love with fighting. He's like, I do, just do it for the money. Right. Oh yeah, I mean his age and whatever, you, you got to get paid. Well, got to um, get that cheddar. So we know DC's got a date with tentatively with Brock in February or March, but uh I've said it since he won that heavyweight strap, I've said it. He will come back to fight at you at 205 to fight John Jones. And if John Jones wins that fight next month, you're goddamn right. I can see in the end, like late January, and then he'll fight Brock in March of him coming down to 205 to fight John Jones. Maybe not late January. It might have to be very early February or very end of January. I'm not sure. It depends. But it depends on how him and Gus go at it again because if they have a true. war again. This is true. But then, <laughs> man. Jones was fucked up after that fight. 
So maybe DC doesn't retire when he says he does. Yeah, you can go a little bit longer. Get those two paydays. God damn. Or maybe he plans on fighting Brock first and then he'll fight John. Maybe. Maybe. Either way, get those paydays. Get that universal title, baby. Get that universal title. <laughs> Uh, in your co-main event, the fight of the night, Jacare Souza gets the knockout win over Chris Weidman in the third round. Um, God damn, this one hurt me. Like, this one hurt me badly. And I'm not even just talking about, like, I was vis- I, I physically was, like, tensing up. And when he fin- like when he knocked him down and, and Weidman stiffened up, I yelled out. I was like, No! No! Like I was pissed. Yeah. I'm sorry for I just was a little too close to the microphone. But yeah, I was I was pissed because I'm a huge Chris Weidman fan and I love Jacare Souza. Jacare Souza is probably my second favorite fighter in that division, but I'm a big Weidman fan. And to watch him pretty much win, you know, be winning a fight going into the third round. Mm-hmm. And then lose. Well, I guess I had it Kind of, I think I had it one one. Yeah, I had I, it, I, I had it one I, one going into. The I third, had it one one, but I had him winning. I had I had Weidman winning the at that point into the third, or had at least I had on the scorecard at that point into the third when Jacare caught him and knocked him out. Chris was looking really good. He was establishing his jab. He was looking way better in the striking, and it never went to the floor. So I. I thought he was looking really good too. I thought it was one one, but they I did, thought he was looking better than two. They did give well, see, they gave Weidman that takedown in the second round though. Okay. So I, that's kinda why I could you could argue that he was ahead. Mm-hmm. Um even though Jacare did outstrike him in the second, but Chris got thirty one seconds of control in the one takedown for the, everything up against the cage at the end of the round. So he could he could have stole that second round, but I had him win in the fight when he got knocked out, and so that's what it was bummed out. It sucks. It was Chris's first fight back, and you know, I hadn't fought in what did they say four hundred and some days or so. I don't remember. It had been a while. It's been a fucking minute. He had a really bad uh, hand injury. It yeah. wasn't healing. No. There was no uh, there was no blood circulation through the bone, and um, he uh, it wasn't healing. It was literally dying. Like, his hand yeah. was dying. Yeah, he had to take a lot of time off to, to get right and heal. But he looked good, man. I mean, it was, like, some of the best his striking has looked as far, mm-hmm. like, overall, like, the crispness and stuff of it. Um, Yeah. Just, Do you think he needs to move up or what? what's going on? I don't know. I, I don't know because it's, like, he <laughs> – all three of these – Fights that he's lost recently, well, three out of the four, I would say that he was getting beaten in the Musasi fight. But he was, I think he was beating Rockhold up until the point he went for that stupid spin kick. Um, He was, I had him winning against, um, yeah, uh, UL, until UL fucking rocket launched his knee into his face. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I said, uh, Musasi, I thought, beat him dominantly. But 
Um, and then obviously he he beat Kelvin, but I, I don't know if he needs to move up because, like I said, I had him winning two out of those three fights up until those points. So yeah. I don't know what's I don't know what's gonna happen with Chris. I don't, I don't either, know if he needs man. to take down a step step down competition, get another win, uh, get some more comp, get some more rounds in, get a little bit more comfortable. Maybe he's been away from I don't, it too much. I don't think that's the case though, because like I said, he looked he looked good. He looked sharp. His striking was crisp. It was he was landing a lot of shots. He had Jacare on the ropes a couple of times in both rounds. He so was he do, was rolling we, he was rolling rolling with do we punches go for, and stuff. Uh, different looks at uh, coaches, not complete, not changing camps per se, but getting some some different looks. Maybe I don't even know if it's that. I think maybe I don't know, man. I don't know what it. If Chris, if he looked bad in these fights, like if he was getting his, the only time I feel like he was has gotten his ass kicked was against Musasi. Musasi kicked his ass. Mm-hmm. That I, I feel like Musasi was dominant in that fight, and Rockhold by the, the by the time they stopped it, yeah. But that was also you know the one round of just complete ground and pound dominance. He landed a ton of shots that, but up until that point, Weidman was winning the fight. Um, so I don't, I don't know if it's, he needs to change coaches because he hasn't looked bad. It's just a situation comes up and boom, you know, Jacare had done a great job of, excuse me, working the right side of that, of Chris's body with that liver shot over and just it digging it over and over again. And the shot that he landed that knocked him out was because he faked it to the body. Chris tried to counter it with a straight, and Jacare came over the top with a right off the temple. And good night. Yeah. But Chris had him on the rope. Like Jacare also needs to. I mean, he was he was tough as fuck in this fight, and he looked good too. Yeah. Yeah. But if this fight had gone to a decision, I I felt like Weidman was gonna get it. Whiteman definitely could have won a decision. That's why I don't. That's why I don't. I don't know if it's. A, we need to clean. We need to clean up those moments he has. Like, that's what it, it's. It's not. It's if there were bad performances overall. Like if, if Jacare just dominated this fight. Yeah. Okay. Let's. What can we change? What needs to change to improve this? Is it a change of coaching? Does he need to get away from Sarah Longo? But he's not looking bad, and that's what the problem mm-hmm. is. I don't I don't know. I don't know if he if he has some kind of mental block like needs to go see a sports psychologist like I I dude I I don't have the the answers to that question. I wish I did. Because I'm watching one of my favorite fighters just swirl around a fucking drain right now. Yeah. I don't know, man, cuz it could all be pointed at, at like moments. Like yeah. he's winning and it's like Against the Rockhold fight, it was a spinning, it was a spinning wheel kick. It's like, dude, you're winning that, and you threw a spinning yeah, wheel kick. Yeah, why the fuck did you do that in that situation? The Yoel Romero, that knee caught him because uh, Yoel was kind of uh, getting his takedown 
Well, and he I'm, shot. I'm, Chris shot yeah. to the wrong. He had his head on the wrong side mm-hmm. for the leg he was shooting for. And you, and you all just fucking timed it beautifully. Mm-hmm. Gegard. Well, I've always like I've I even picked Gegard. I've always been I mean, on Gegard. Yeah, Gegard. I hate I hate that Gegard had a. Well, I'm, you know what? It's awesome that he's getting paid and that he's uh, championing uh, uh, Bellator and he's getting to do what he wants to do in Bellator. Right. So I'm happy for him in, in that aspect. But it sucks. I wish I could. Yeah, it sucks that the UFC lost him and he's not facing the top guys. No, I, I concur with you there. I love Gegard Musasi as well. But, yeah, he was winning that fight. Um, he's just all around very well-rounded. Yeah. Musasi. Yeah. I'm and happy then, uh, for Shocker that he that he, he you know he needed this win because a lot of people after the ga- the gas and the loss, yeah, counted him looks, out like he was done and he Shocker looked good man I mean, because look Kelvin dude Kelvin's going for the title right now right and Chris beat Kelvin like he recovered from Kelvin almost beating him and then came back and won yeah that that says something so. I don't know, man, because Souza's lost uh, lost to both Whitaker and and Kelvin, I think. Yeah, and Romero as well. And yeah, so and Rock and Whitaker. Yeah, Whitaker broke fucking Jacare's jaw. Mm-hmm. That's what got him the title shot, or was it? The, maybe it was the interim title. Um, yeah, because there was like a mini middleweight tournament going on today. We had one fight drop out that should have been like a four-fight middleweight tournament to, to to better establish the rankings. But uh, Luke dropped out, so they had to scratch one of the fights to move up. Uh... Well, I mean, Jacare was top five, so it wasn't like mm-hmm. a, it was a huge step down. It was three and five going against each other, so Jacare is going to move back into the top three probably. Him and mm-hmm. Wadman will probably switch spots. But uh, Israel, <clears throat> I was mentioning that because Israel wanted the winner of this one. Uh, he wanted Weidman. He didn't even want the winner of, of this one. He wanted he wanted Weidman. He he wanted to face Weidman next, and he was going to be almost like his call out to be like. But if Weidman won, mm. I, don't, I don't know if he goes for that now. Too soon, bro. You just cracked the top ten. Like it was a. I mean, we'll talk about Asanya in a second, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll touch back on that. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Weidman, there's something's got to be figured out by Weidman. He has been talking about going to 205, but I don't know if that's better. I don't know. It's hard to say. I think it would be good just in the fact that that, that division is pretty shallow towards the lower end of the top 10. I mean, I would, I say, it's, I, I would say it's shallow on Up the, until the top, lower, three. top five. Yeah. Just to be nice, but yeah, uh-huh. top three or four. I think if you put Weidman against a top 10 205er, he'd be able to pick up some wins. And we'll be able to gauge where he's at at 205. I mean, I think Weidman could do pretty good at 205 in some spots. Obviously, Sam Elvey's a good fighter, but I don't think he's as good of a fighter as Chris. And he's had, he had success, some, some success at 205. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah, it's it's definitely doable for Weidman, but I don't know. Uh, third fight of the main card. Surprising performance to me. Uh, yeah. Jared Cannonier picks up the knockout win of, over David Branch in the second round. Did you catch uh, Cannonier smelling the piss and pissing on the octagon when he walked in? Smelling out of Sinai's piss and pissing over it? You didn't see that? Nah. 
So when Adesanya came in, I saw Adesanya do it, but I yeah, no, he, I wasn't paying pissed. attention when Jared. yeah he pissed as he was walking into the door. When Cannoneer came in, he sniffed it and motioned the same way and pissed on the piss and then came in. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. I thought it was awesome. That's I mean that's impressive, but Cannoneer don't want that smoke. It might happen. Well, good. Let's make it happen. It might happen. I don't. I, uh... I mean, I don't know, dude. Cannoneer looked really good. Mm-hmm. But David Branch definitely hasn't looked like the two-division champion in the less-than-leagues he that he was at the PFL that he, you know, or that he doesn't look like the fighter against that level of competition he's going against now like he did when he was the 2 weight division in the PFL. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. But Cannoneer looked the probably the best I've seen Cannoneer look. Yeah, I'd agree on that one. Um, I yeah, I I was actually surprised David Branch was doing as good as he was doing in the first round. Yeah, I I wasn't. Well, no, I I mean in the in like in his UFC career. Like, oh oh oh, there. I thought you were talking about in the early um part of this fight. Like, Sorry. Like he came back and he he uh what he beat uh Jacto. I know he lost to Luke, but Luke was champion at some point. And then he beat Tiago Santos. I was like, damn, okay, because he beat Tiago Santos pretty easily. I was like, okay, we might have something on our hands here. We we like he was two division champion. He was previously in the UFC. Maybe he needed to get some experience out of it and come back in. I wondered more with the Tiago Santos thing if that was just Tiago Santos not being ready for that level of competition but it seems like they've definitely figured out well we've figured out where branch is more yeah now in his career but i don't know where i don't know where jared cannonier really fits in yeah because he was losing and then he 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 was able to land some badass shots and stop him and he's coming off of two fucking losses Mm mm-hmm I think one was at uh, light heavyweight, though. To be oh fair. yeah, this is well. I think they both are. This was one eighty five. Okay, this year. is okay. I thought it was, this was a second fight at one eighty five. Oh. No, you're right. The Dominic Reyes one was it. I okay, were... so he lost to Blackowitz, and that was a two hundred five. But he had some wins at two hundred five. Dominic Dominic Reyes was at two hundred five, but this fight was at one eighty five. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Branch because okay. Branch fought fucking. Rockhold, so this is yeah, this is at one eighty five. Um, so yeah, this was I think this was his one eighty five debut. Yeah, those all those all were at two hundred five. Mm hmm. But man, yeah, don't don't start picking fights with Israel Adesanya, Jerry Cannonier. Yeah, show you're not you're not even Derek Brunson, bro. Yeah, maybe fight Derek Brunson first. Yeah, go ahead and fight Derek Brunson, and then go see if you're ready for Israel and Asanya. Uh, second fight of the main card: Carl Robinson picks up the decision win over Jack Marshman. This was a fun fight. Like, it was good. I liked it. Jack Marshman's got a fucking chin on him because Carl Robinson hit him hard as fuck. Yeah, the a whole fight. A lot. Uh huh. The whole fight. Yeah. Um. Was Marsh? I didn't think Marshman was committing as much as punches as he should have. He was landing some shots, but I was like, "Man, sit down on your punches more, dude. You're landing. We just you just need to connect harder." But I don't know. I think he was trying to stay light. 
to be able to get in and out, not commit overcommit too much because mm-hmm. of how fast and hard Carl Robinson's fucking counter shots are coming. Mm-hmm. Carl Robinson was fucking. I think Jack, because they were kind of talking about it earlier in the fight too, like in the first round, that I that Jack Marshman kind of um, overly underestimated how fast Carl Robinson was. Until, bat bat bat. But Marshman landed some good shots and and had his moments, but you know this was this was a complete domination. Yeah. How many fights does Carl Robinson have? What is this, like his third? Nope, fourth. Yeah, fourth. in the UFC. Corey Anderson in his corner. Mm-hmm. Damn, he's done good except uh, against the uh, specialist Ferreira. Yeah. Round one submission. Must have taken him down right away and submitted him. Yeah, I think there were two takedowns really. Cesar Cesar Ferreira. That's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. All right, let's get let's get to the shits. Let's talk about the motherfucking style bender. Pissing on his way into the ring. Pissing on everything. Like <laughs> the the fuck your he's just hype bullshit. You got nothing to say anymore, man. The motherfucking dude, been, hype is real. Not not you, the the perverted. Yeah, no, no. Well, no, dude, you know me. I've been on I've been on this guy since he came in. Yeah, he came yeah. in from Glory and I was watching this guy. I was right. like, Oh, this guy's this guy's from Glory. I want to see what's up. And he got the win, and I've been watching him since Wilkinson. And we've been watching him since Vittoria, I know that for sure. You probably been watching him since his first fight too, but yeah. I definitely remember talking about him back back when Vittoria was and telling him, Watch this guy. Yeah, yeah. Watch this guy. No, I remember, I, I think I know I'm I, I definitely picked him against Brad Tavares because I don't like Brad Tavares. Yeah. I'll t- I'll- no, I saw his I saw his fight against Wilkinson because I was watching. Uh, that's when I was sick last year with the flu, when I had mm-hmm. that fucking death flu, and I watched uh, I watched two twenty one alone because I was sick and nobody fucking I didn't want anybody to be around me. Um, yeah, no, style benders, uh, a badass. Um, yeah, I remember I remember that fucking fight because that's when I was like, who the fuck is this dude? And then I was like, okay, I got to pay attention to him. And then, then I, yeah, I thought at first, all right, maybe this is a hype, but what he did to Marvin Vittori was fucking proof enough for me. And then Jesus Christ, Brunson, Brunson got fucked up. Fucked yeah. up. He went for seven takedowns and landed zero. Yeah. And, yeah, and Brunson's got—he's gotten takedowns on people. It's there not like are, he hasn't landed takedowns on people. No, but there he's, were a lot of lazy takedowns. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't put a lot of effort into anything. He wasn't committing to the shots. There were lazy takedowns because he thought that his wrestling was going to be dominant enough against Adesanya, because they all thought that Adesanya only had fucking um, striking. They're like, yeah, glory kickboxer. I got yeah. him real quick. Yeah, this guy can't fucking wrestle. Well, hey, guess what? This guy can wrestle. His defense, mm-hmm. his defense looked fucking superb, and he caught him with a goddamn knee off of a fucking takedown defense, spinning out, circling to try to protect himself away, and then he saw Brunson wasn't really coming, and then all of a sudden, boom! Yep, time that <laughs> time that reshot because he knew up against the fence as soon as he could uh, reengage, Brunson was going to reengage and try to take down. And I, uh, watching it live and in fast motion, I thought it was a foot. I thought I got out of the shin. I thought he kicked him in the face. 
I didn't realize until we watched the slow-mo that it was actually the knee. Powerful, powerful knee. And then he he proceeded to uh, pitter-patter him. He was landing at like 40, 45%. Well, he was uh, patient. Power. That's what I also was impressed with. Uh-huh. He knew he had him fucked up. And he was yeah, he was patient. patient stalking him, landing powerful single shots because he didn't need to land combos at that time, which he can. But he's conserving his energy, landing shots, being smart about it. Yeah. Brunson throws a bomb. This guy slips right under it and boom, connects with a nasty shot. Dropped him like three times during that exchange where yeah. Brunson was super wobbly. Yep. Three knockdowns. And I think the referee saved uh, Derek Brunson from a way more devastating finish. I do too. Uh, People were like, "Was that too early?" Nope, that was. Oh too yeah, early. that was a, right that was time. something we didn't talk about with uh, the Weidman and Souza fight mm. was Dan Mergliata. Yeah, I thought Dan did. I mean, it's it's like Joe said, we're not in there, you know, whatever. But I I didn't think Dan did Chris any service, and Jockery let him know. Yeah, but yeah, I don't blame Jockery for that. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, uh, Herb Dean definitely saved Derek Brunson from yeah. some, some shots he didn't need to take. Yeah. He did him a big favor. He cut him some of his check, 10%. Probably. He got performance of the night, so might as well. Dude, is real. But I think it's way, like, trying to go to, to a wide man, like that level, I think is, is a little bit too far of a jump. Get Get another guy in the top 10, you know. I'd like to see him beat up some more of the middleweights. Yeah, I, I do too. But um, they were they were talking about maybe uh, Luke next to. I, I don't I don't want that booked. <laughs> simply because I don't trust Luke to make the fight. I don't blame you on that one. He hasn't made a lot of fights. I'm becoming less and less of a Luke fan. I, look, and I I lost. Well, I lost money when he got knocked out by Bisbee, and that's where the decline started for me. All right, I guess I can. And I was and I was being selfish because it was money. Yeah, I guess I can shut my mouth because it's not really going to be that big of a jump for Adesanya after this week when the new rankings come out probably tomorrow because Brunson was number six, he was nine, David Branch was seven, Paulo Costa's eight. They're all gonna. They're probably gonna fall. I can see Adesanya jumping to six. Jocker is gonna probably go to three or or Gastelum jumps both of them and goes to number two and Jacare moves up to like four and Rockhold goes to three. So either way, I'm pretty sure Adasanya is gonna be number six next after this week. So mm-hmm. I I resend my statement. But it's because it was a mini way tournament, so there was gonna be three losers that night. In the top 10. So if he won, he was kind of calculating that he would move up because they would move down. Yeah. Sorts. No, I get and it. He, and he, and right. he, he thought he thought Souza would move down. He thought uh, with Branch losing and uh, he thought he was going to be able to call out Weidman. Because he, th- he thought Souza was going to lose. After Branch lost, he's like, fuck. He's like, I can jump Branch now. Well, because Weidman lost, I mean, or because because uh, Branch lost, so I could jump to Weidman if Weidman wins. But Weidman probably was going to ask for a title shot at that point. I don't want Weidman out of Sanya. Uh, uh-uh, not yet. Uh, I don't want that. I don't want that for for Weidman. I don't want to see him go through that right now. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Romero sitting there. I mean, Luke. Luke, I think, is a good fight, but. Luke would probably be one of his toughest fights, I think, I if, think he Luke, made, like, I if, think if he made it. Yeah, I think Luke's a tough fight for him, for sure. If he makes it, like you said. I think anybody in the top five is a, a tough fight for him. Jacques Array. Dude, I think, that, I think that's a mini carousel of death right there. Yeah. The, the middleweight top five. It's tough. Middleweight top five. Let's see, you have Champion Whitaker, then you have Yol, then you have Rockhold, Weidman, Gaslam, and Jacare. I mean, really, if you go from lightweight through welterweight, the top fives of all of those are Murderer's Row. Khabib, Tony, Connor, Dustin, Poirier, Kevin Lee, Edson Barboza, Justin Gagey sitting on the outside at six. Woodley, Covington, Darren Till, Rafael Dos Anjos, Stephen Thompson, Robbie Lawler, Kamaru Usman on the outside at six, Maya at seven. And then, like you just listed for the fucking middleweights. Like, that... That's a fucking carousel of death for those three weight classes. Mm-hmm. And people, someone in the comments, you can go, you guys can go back and check the uh, my full hill. Someone commented, so like, do you th- uh, does this mean Chris Weidman was hype? I don't think so. I think no. it's just, I think the division caught up to Anderson Silva, Weidman being one of the first guys to get catch up to him and prove that he was more skilled than Anderson and a better fighter. And then I think fighters from Strike Force moved in, and I think fighters from other organizations moved in. And yeah, the division has definitely gotten better since mm-hmm. um, Chris won that title, and drastically, way quick, dude. Yeah. Anderson kind of like hushed that division, like "haha, shut the fuck up, I'm the I'm the badass of this," and no one really out of fear wanted to fight in that division. But and that's... Chris was kind of the first one to be like, "Look, dude, I'm really good." I'm yeah. not scared of you. But uh, like, put him, I mean, put him a lot out of the, and... a lot of the top. Sorry, a lot of the top guys that could have given Anderson a run were all over in Strike Force at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Jacare, Luke, fucking, and and Chris, like like we talked about, Chris has done pretty well up until that moment that he kind of lapses. Hmm. Maybe he just needs to go clean that somewhere up or uh, acquire someone. Defense orientated to his camp. Yeah, I don't see him leaving Sarah and Longo. Mm-mm. No, he's too loyal, super loyal. Who's loyal? Sometimes it can be to a fault. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. It's very true. Uh, Jordan Rinaldi picks up the decision win over Jason Knight. Um. Overall, I thought the main card was fucking awesome. Uh, the prelims were pretty good, mm-hmm. but some of the longer I fights. I was rooting for Jason Knight, dude. Me too. Uh, this is like one of the first fights I was rooting for him, and Ronaldo put it on him. Yeah, Ronaldo whooped his ass. I, dude, I'm always rooting for Jason Knight. I like that kid. Um, I went against. I, I've I've rooted against him. Not rooted against him, but I've picked against him. But Ronaldo, Ronaldo was very impressive. Uh huh. Super impressive. All right, let's talk about the stinky fart in the room. What your your girl? Your girl. Sajara. Your girl. She's Fucking, from Michigan, bro. I don't care where she's from. I don't know where she's from. But I'm just she's, I was say she's not from Michigan. You stop it. No, I think she's from Washington. Actually, more girl, more fighters are from Illinois area than Michigan. Springfield, Massachusetts. Okay. Fights out of Tom's River, New Jersey. So I wonder if she fights with Frankie Edgar's team. 
Yeah, she does. Yeah, of course she does. Um, Eddie Alvarez was her coach, I think, on the. No, yeah, at uh, the Ultimate Fighter. I didn't watch. Yeah, they brought her in. I didn't watch any of that season. So, um, look, I don't want to hear the name Sajara Eubanks in any kind of conversation about anything of its significance again. Number one, you She's have get an excited shot, bro. Bro, fuck that. This chick has not made weight twice for two important. She won. I don't care. If she won. <laughs> She didn't. She didn't make. She couldn't even make weight in, to compete on the show to fight Nico Montana in the first place. And you bitch. You piss. You moan. You get your title shot. It gets taken away. And you bitch. You piss. You moan. And then you don't make fucking weight. Nope. Nope. Done with you. Be a fucking professional. And she kind of had a tough time against uh, Roxanne. Roxanne's a tough girl. Look, <laughs> like like people can fucking like Roxanne does not have very good striking. She's she's not a striker. No, she's very good at jujitsu. But Roxanne Mataferi has been fighting for fucking ever, and she's tough as goddamn nails. She's very unopposing because she's the peaceful warrior and she's super goofy and friendly and whatever. But she has had thirty eight fucking fights as a woman. Damn, I didn't even see her record in a 23 while. <laughs> and 15, and she's fought a lot in like places like Japan and shit. She's a pioneer. She's a pioneer in, 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 in women's MMA. She's done so, a lot. And she's. Sajara was almost the uh, first ever 125 on champion, bro. What are you talking about? She, she almost made weight. <laughs> she sure did. She, if she would have made weight, she could have fought for the title and maybe beat Nico and maybe been the. 125 pound champion for the first time for women. Well, guess what? Guess what? Neither one of them are going to fucking see the title. So, (laughs) because they're going to have fucking have Joanna, the most dominant women's champion, not named Ronda Rousey ever, um, moving to a new weight class to take on fucking Valentina, who I think that that fight's going to be fucking amazing. I think it's not talked about enough, and I think we're going to get a badass, uh, high-level kickboxing match in MMA. And well, Shevchenko's got some bad. I was going to say game. Shevchenko's got fucking ground game where Joanna really doesn't. And that's how Claudia mm-hmm. almost beat her. So Joanna's got to be fucking careful. Gots to be careful. Yeah, fuck yeah, 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 man. Fuck Sajara Eubanks. I'm done with her. I don't <laughs> no, I don't man. Blame you. Be a, be I think a it's funny. I'm just, I'm just poking. I know. I'm just I know ripping you. Are. <laughs> I know you are. But seriously, like, be a fucking, be a fucking professional. Don't. She was the first ever number one contender, and then she lost. Well, I guess she's not really right. She never even stepped into the ring. She doesn't exist. Who? She's probably gonna get caught, even though she won. I would probably after. Uh, I don't know. Maybe not because they need girls for the division. But, yeah. nah, no, no. How fucked up would that be? <laughs> Pretty fucked up. They strip your champion that won it off the show because she couldn't make uh, the fight. And then the girl that almost fought her didn't make weight to fight her the first time. And then didn't make uh, and then didn't make weight in a previous fight. That wasn't even a championship fight. Yeah. That was possibly a title fight. Possibly if she would have won this one. Right. She, she would have had Well, she did it. win. She did win, but she didn't make weight. Yeah. She didn't make weight. You couldn't even make the allotted weight, so how can we trust you to make fucking title weight? Mm-hmm. 
and you've been hospitalized. So, okay. Um, Shaman Marais gets the decision win over Julio Arce. I think the judges got that one wrong. Um, I thought they got it right. Um, this was that super bloody fight, right? This was a bloody war. Yeah, it was the bloody war. I mean, I, I, yeah, Marais, I thought, Marais I with two. Uh, wait. Okay, I thought I thought Arce had two takedowns, but he had two submission attempts. Marais had two knockdowns, but RSA had four minutes, 32 seconds of control, more total strikes, two submission attempts, and a takedown. But I thought he had two takedowns, not one. So, Never. Well, I had I had, I had Shame and Marais winning this one. I just thought he outworked um, Julio a little bit more, and he was, a little, he was bigger. He was imposing his will a little oh bit more. Oh, my God, yeah. He was, I mean, he was fucking huge. He's a big-ass yeah. dude. And a lot of credit to Julio, man. He was fighting the bigger guy. He never quit. Julio's tough. Even even when he got cut up, he was still coming. Um, it's just um, ah. like I said, Shaman. Sorry, you said Shaman's coming. A bigger guy. I took the road. <laughs> I, I took the low road. You couldn't see ah. me. I was, yeah, I was going, ah, like fucking ah. Seth and <laughs> yeah. What you call it? Super bad. Yeah, I'm immature. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think the two knockdowns got uh Marias the win. Yeah. You're right. I re- I like I said I was I was reading the stats. I thought for some reason I thought Arce had two takedowns. Uh God, that one this one hurt too. Lyman Good gets the knockout win over Ben Saunders. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, that hurt my heart. That hurt my heart. Dude, what do we do here with Saunders? Uh, I don't know, probably cut him. Is he not a one eighty fiver? Was he a two oh fiver? He's not a two oh fiver. He's he's and he's not a one seventy or he's just it's I don't know man I don't know what you do with Ben I just like Ben because he wasn't looking bad man he got him in the clinch and he was lasting he was landing some dirty not dirty but nasty knees and then Lyman's like he's like uh, this isn't as bad as I like he was covering up from some of them but then he's like fuck this I'm gonna start uppercutting him and once he started uppercutting him he caught him and. Yeah, knocked him out. A couple yeah. of like two uppercuts in. He's like, okay, I got this. And they started affecting Saunders, and Saunders didn't let go of the clinch, and uh, got knocked out. Got put out pretty bad. I know it hurt. It hurt. It hurt to watch. Good win for Lyman. Good. I don't have any ill will towards the dude. I just I like Ben. I think he's a good guy, and he's a, used to be a fun fighter. <laughs> I really liked him on the Ultimate Fighter. We've had a couple interesting conversations on Twitter, so nice. Yeah, mostly about hip hop music, but uh, your early fight past prelim featured fight going to a majority draw. Matt the Steam Rolo Favola and Lando Venata. Do you, do you agree with the draw? Do you disagree with the draw? Um, Lando with two knockdowns, uh, takedown and submission for Vola with two takedowns and a submission. Not much difference or submission. Yeah. Sorry. Not much difference in control. I think I agree with the draw. Um, I don't know who, I don't know if I could, 
because I wanted to give it to Frivola if it went to the cards, but if you look at the stats, I think one judge the did. Knock- the I think you, the, the knockdowns and everything else. I don't know. It, it it's a really hard fight to call, man. This is a it's tough hard, fight. Yeah, Frivola one, didn't stop. Two two judges to a draw. I believe the third judge gave it to Frivola if I remember the the reading of the scorecards correctly. Mm-hmm. So but I I don't know. Uh, it was tough. It was a tough it's fight. Tough. Uh, it's it definitely. I don't have a problem with the draw. I yeah. At all. Mm-hmm. It's one of yeah. the rare times that I I would I can agree with a draw. But yeah, not a lot of defense in this fight. No, it's a lot of guys bombing each other. Just a lot of fucking throwing bombs. Mm-hmm. Um. Shane Burgos gets a submission win over Kurt Holloba. Burgos continues to look good most of the time. Which one is? Oh, okay, okay. Burgos versus uh, Holloba. Yeah, dude, this one was a good fight, man. It was a fucking high, intense power going at it, and Burgos with his hands down, Kurt coming forward. Uh, drops Burgos and drops him right into an, and he follows him right into an armbar. He's like, "Hey, oh, Burgos, here's my arm." Yeah, Burgos baited that shit. He, you don't think Burgos got caught? I mean, he kind of got caught, but he went in like you could see in his face when he grabbed when he went into that transition to that armbar before he even flipped it. He he like he started smiling. He knew, mm-hmm. and it kind of yeah. in the interview he kind of made it sound like he baited it. Because he definitely got hit hard, and they counted it as a knockdown, because it definitely mm-hmm. was. But yeah, he went to it. But, um... Burgo's a warrior, man. He has his hands down for a reason. But I think, I remember, I, think I remember him saying in the post-fight, uh, I mean, I didn't rewatch that fight, so I can't for mm-hmm. say for sure, but I think he, I remember him saying something in the post-fight about baiting, baiting that to try to get the armbar. Yeah, Kurt was looking good. Kurt was looking good, man. Burgo's like keeping his hands down. But if you baited him, that was perfect bait, man. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, it's hard to say whether or not you know you want to believe it. But yeah, mm-hmm. if it was, it was a fucking beautiful armbar either way. Jesus Christ. Uh, in your opening fight, Marcos Rogero de Lima gets a decision win over Adam. I'm not going to even try. <laughs> de Lima? Not de Lima. Oh, no, the other, the guy. other guy. Adam. Yeah. Yeah, Adam yeah, go Adam. ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm good. Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm good. I'll leave that one to you, bro. <laughs> your camera right now is frozen, so you're. In I got the leap. You're in a position like I can hear you, but you're in like this position. If you can still see. <laughs> Why me. is my camera frozen, bro? I don't know, man. But you're like you just got your arm stuck over your head, and you're making like a, a ooh face. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what happened. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm gonna take a picture of it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> My my camera on me is frozen too, but it's uh it's moving back and forth. <laughs> yeah, you, you can see what I'm seeing. Yeah, I wonder why my camera did that. I don't know. Remember I was showing you, I was showing you I could share this. I could share the screen. No, I'm just sending you the screenshot of the picture that I took. 
Yeah, I do look weird. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's just frozen. Uh, anyway, overall, you know, I thought it was a good card. Oh, yeah, very good card. Whoa. I'm glad you got a good birthday card, Jeff. Yeah, me too. I'm uh, glad to because... Dude, so I had to go get a propane tank for my grill, right? And uh, I was going back over to my buddy's house where we were going to watch the fights. And um, my rental car, because I saw the rental, right? So I go to the gas station and I fucking uh, go pay for the tank of propane. And I go to get in the car and I can't turn the ignition. It's like stuck. I'm like turning it really hard. I feel like I'm going to break the fucking key and shit. But it won't go. It won't go. It won't go. So I'm thinking, oh, cool. There's there's some more of my bad luck. So I'm stuck there for like 20 minutes. And then finally, I don't know why I didn't think of it earlier. But like I just kind of fucked with the steering wheel a little bit and turned it. And it unlocked. Are you there? Yeah. Okay. I can't tell. Oh, yeah, I forgot. You, I forgot. You can't see me. Yeah, I was I nodding. See, I can't see you. All I see is the is the the, the face. <laughs> and I didn't know if I lost I you. My stupid camera. Um. Yeah. So. It was. Uh, I'm glad it, it turned out good. The ending. But we got another fight card this weekend from Denver, Colorado. This is the uh, the 25th anniversary uh, fight card. If I'm correct yeah 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 it all started in have Denver. you uh have you watched any of the um the little doc movies that they, they've been putting out on fight pass no for the 25th oh bro i haven't gotten through all of them but like i went on a binge and watched most of them like a week ago so there's some more up now or it's like maybe a week and a half ago but like there's a little they're, they're just like they're like little 30 for 30s but they're less than 10 minutes long and each one's done by a different director. Like, there's one about the origins of the belt um, in the UFC. Uh, the one about Matt Hughes, fucking like that, that pulled at my goddamn heartstrings. That's that's tough to watch, but worth watching nonetheless. I suggest you you should just check them out. There's there's a whole bunch. Yeah, of I didn't them. even know they were on there. Yeah, they they fucking preview them during every event. <laughs> it's uh hang on I'll tell you it's in the it's on fight pass and it's in the I think it's the originals it's called uh, they're called 25 years in short you should probably check it out before the Saturday yeah you should definitely check it out before Saturday um there's yeah there's one on pride there's one about Matt Hughes. Uh, there's one about the Ultimate Fighter that I haven't seen yet. Uh, you know, all those really, like, when you're watching the Ultimate Fighter and stuff, there's always those big walls of pictures of, like, before and after fighters. Mm -hmm. There's one about the guy that shot all those, Kevin Lynch. And they're all, like, they're, like, 15... 15, 16, the one's like, I see one's like 20 minutes. Matt Hughes is almost 20 minutes. Um, but they're under, they're all under a half hour. Oh, there's one about the Lions Den because it was like the first uh, mixed martial arts team. Um, the story of like the Octagon and how the, the idea for the Octagon came up. 
Okay, I think I saw. I've seen one. Well, the, how the yeah, how they're fighting over the octagon idea. Yep. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of them right now out, and they're all worth watching. I I highly recommend. So you should take a little time Friday night or whatever Saturday before the fights and just watch them. You'll like them. Will do. Watch the Matt Hughes one alone, so nobody sees you cry. <laughs> yeah, I think they've been advertising that when I haven't seen it. Yeah. But yeah, so uh we got a fight card from Denver. Uh Zou, or uh, the yeah, what do we got? Zombie versus Rodriguez as your main event. Uh yeah, you're stepping in for who the fuck Frankie Edgar. Frankie Edgar, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Frankie Edgar. Frankie Edgar's injured. I don't know with what, but he's out. So Yair stepped in after stepping out from Mago Medcher. Yeah, Zabit. Zabit. Yeah, Zabit. Yeah, this is this is the guy we're gonna put you in against, Zombie. <laughs> I think he's gonna fare better against Zombie than he would have against uh, Zabit. Nothing against Zombie, but I think. Dude, I think Zabit's the killer of this division, and he's oh, gonna definitely. I think Zabit would have killed him, but I, I, I don't. I don't really like his chances with Zombie either. Zombie's strong in a lot of the areas where Yair's not, mm-hmm. like the ground. He's gonna get him in a, in a twister. Yeah, he could. See, you'll see Eddie Bravo fucking sparking up a joint. Hmm. Um, Joe Rogan. I'm glad was, Joe I'm Rogan glad be years back. coming in his pants. <laughs> I'm glad you years back. Uh, maybe he gets back on track after not fighting for I don't know how like how long has it been? Almost going on two years. A while. You think this is his penance for pulling out against the Zabit? Was his only chance to get a fight? It was he had to fight Zombie. Uh huh. Hmm. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm taking Zombie. I'm going a year. Yeah. I'll take a year. I'm rooting for a year, but it's going to be a tough fight for him. This is a big jumping competition. Huge. Frankie Edgar was supposed to fight. Yeah, yeah. This is this he's is jumping a... off five spots. Yeah, and Zombie, I think probably would be higher um, had not been for layoff slash injury slash fighting for his country's. Army. Well, that's what I mean by layoff. Like he when okay. he was when he was gone for two years, and was supposed to get a title shot, a rematch, um, and then got hurt because he was supposed to fight somebody. I think it was somebody like early last year or no, yeah, he got hurt. He hurt his knee. Was it after the Munoz or not Munoz the? It was after the, the it was after the Bermudez fight. Yeah, he was supposed to fight again, and then he got hurt. I don't remember who he was gonna fight, but he was supposed to fight again, and he he like blew his knee out training. Damn. Mm-hmm. So, uh, your co-main event: Donald Cowboy Cerrone taking on Platinum Mike Perry. Hmm. This fight's got a whole lot of extra baggage fucking around it with the whole fucking Cerrone and Jackson Link uh, feud going on right now. Yeah. And Perry training 
at Jackson Wink and basically being chosen over Donald. Yeah, let me tell you something, brother. This is the whole WWE backstory behind it. It kind of is, man. It's yeah. it's fucking it's fucky. You can't just bring any old manager into Jackson and call it Jackson Wink, brother. Uh, Cerrone pretty much has stated that he does not like Wink. No. He's never trained with Wink. He's always trained with Jackson. And once Wink came in, it became a puppy mill, in his opinion. No, and it's yeah. become all about the money. And that they don't care about their fighters. And that's just his opinion. And he's distanced, he's distanced himself a little more and more and more. But he still trains with Jackson. I think he still has him in his corner. I don't um, think he's going to have him in his corner for this fight, though. No, I don't think no. this one. I don't think so because I I even heard that Jackson offered, and that he said no. Uh, Tony was like, "No, I'm not going to do that to the team. I'm not going to make it team versus team or the the team fight against each other, something like that." Or I think Tony was just done with them yeah. at that point. Yeah, he's done. Uh, some guys have followed suit. Um. You know, guys have been training out at the BMF. I can't remember who just fought. It might have just been somebody on this last card that they were saying was training at the BMF ranch with Cowboy. Or it was last week. I don't remember. Is Paul Felder trained there? Not right. No, Paul Felder trains with uh, Duke Rufus. Paul Paul Felder's a Duke Rufus guy from Wisconsin. Wisconsin? Yeah. Up in Wisconsin. A mansion up in Wisconsin? <laughs> Rhyming like T-Pain? <laughs> the floorboards of the four Taurus? <laughs> uh, this this fight's got fucking Fight of the Night right, just, just tattooed on it. These two are going to just stand in the middle of the ring and punch each other in the face until one falls down. Yeah, Perry's got some power behind the shots. That's what I'm. Perry does have some power behind the shots, and Cowboy doesn't take the shots the way that he used to. Yeah, but he likes banging. So it's. Uh... This is also going to be interesting because it's going to be Cowboy with a new striking coach too, because he's not with Brandon Gibson anymore either. Um, you know, Brandon Gibson's his longtime striking coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I don't know. There's no way Cowboy drops all of his old tricks and fucking Perry's been training with the guys that know what he's doing. It's going to be tough for fucking Cowboy, man. Yeah, but it's also hard to to train quickly to train some of the bad habits that Mike Perry has Mm -hmm. out of him. And with a guy like Cowboy, when you have bad fucking habits that's when you end up catching the wrong end of a five punch combination with a kick to the head following it up like rick's story the horror story (laughs) the fucking goddamn super saiyan combination is what his nickname should be now because that's what he took Um. It's I don't know. I, Perry's dangerous as fuck. 
Uh, I'm rooting for Cerrone. I, I really I, like I am Cowboy. too. I am too. Out of the both of them, I'm more of a Cowboys fan. Me too. I don't really like Perry because of past shit with his team, former team. Mm. And, uh, but it's hard to deny the kid can fucking scrap. But, yeah, I got to ride with Cerrone. Got to ride with Cerrone. Yeah, I'm, I'm riding with Cerrone. Um, Ryan's MMA wife, number four, Raquel Pennington, taking on number five, Jermaine Durandamy. The first time we've seen Durandamy fight since Brooklyn two years ago, right? She hasn't yes. fought since she lost the – yeah, yeah, since Holly Holm since in 2017, yeah. So it's been almost two years since she's fought. Uh, Rocky, this will be her second fight back after her long her injury layoff, and her first fight since the uh, loss to Amanda Nunes. Well, I don't think they did that girl right, and I'm not even a Raquel Pennington fan. But giving her a title shot coming off of such a brutal injury like that, uh, and so fast off of that injury. I definitely think she needed more time to recover and a tune-up fight or two to see where she was at back in the rankings. And I think they did that girl dirty. Maybe it was her one and only time to get a title shot. I don't know. Probably. Raquel had had earned that title shot prior to that injury. yeah. Yeah. And she probably knew, like, hey, they're offering me this shot again. I better take it while the opportunity is there. She had a she had a compound fracture. Oh, I know. I, I'm I agree with you that it probably rolled over her fucking foot. It was a bad idea to come back, but you know, again, they were already talking about Cyborg Nunez at that point. So, mm-hmm. kiss your title shot goodbye. Yeah. Um. I think the randomy's been out for a while, but I think she comes back and picks up a victory. I think she's very smart. I think she's got very good striking. And I think Rocky's a brawler. <clears throat> I think the randomy is going to use her leg kicks a lot more and use the outside of the ring. I'll point Rocky. They have four and five. They're not that far apart in the division. No. Uh, but I'm, uh, I'm taking Rocky. I don't know what the fuck their enemies there. If she's just going to be like, well, I don't want to fight this girl because they're on. She's on steroids. Uh, a lot of people are on steroids. Oh, that's bitch. why they moved her down to one thirty-five. She ain't fighting at one forty-five. Yeah, but what if someone in there? She's going to accuse someone there of steroids if she wants to and say, "I'm not fighting them." What if she wins the title and be like, "Well, I'm not fighting anyone because of the steroids. I'm out of here." It's just, it's, why is she? Why is she there? It's like, is she really there? For... She's probably there as a tune-up fight. I think Rocky can beat her. Rocky's got fucking takedowns to go with her brawls. And she's got some submissions. Durandamy, we don't know what she can do on the ground. Holly didn't try to take her to the ground. So, and I think Rocky beat Holly. In Holly's debut, so there's that too. Go Rocky. That's my pick. Uh, Joseph Benavidez is taking on Ray Borg. Ray Borg finally coming back, uh, after the glass in the eye incident. And then, you know, his, his, uh, child and their health issues. 
It's nice to see him back, and it's uh, yeah, it's a good fight for the division. It's good. It's good to have Ray back. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, actually, who, I don't who, even know if it's a good I fight. I was gonna for the say, division. is it the good fight to the, for the division? Because I don't think like it's a good fight gonna... for the rankings. But like, it's not, there's not even a 125 anymore. Like, I would yeah. like to see where Ray Borg stands, <laughs> and I'd like to see where Joseph Benavides stands. But there's not even gonna be a 125. Nah. But um, I think it's a good fight, three versus four. Uh, I think Benavides is coming off a loss to um, was it Pettis in Chicago? Yeah. I think so. And then Borg didn't get to have his fight, and he's coming off a loss to Mighty Mouse. So it's an interesting fight, but not as much anymore if the division's going to go out the window. Yeah, lost to Sergio. Um... Yeah, these guys will probably move up to 135 if if, if this division closes. I mean, Joe's fought at 135 before. Mm-hmm. So. He, he, he can go back up. It's fine. I mean, Dotson's done pretty good at 35. Yeah, he's picked up some victories there. Yeah. So. And he's a lot smaller than ben- Benavides. Oh, yeah. Um... I don't know if Ray Borg is going to make weight. That's always the problem with Ray Borg. Uh, I'm going to take Benavidez. Yeah, I think, but yeah, I like Benavidez. It's been a long layoff for Ray. How focused is Ray? I don't know shit about Macy Barber or Hannah Cyphers. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, question. Answer. Um, for Joseph and Ray Borg for country on the United Era and the on the UFC thing, why does one say USA and the other one says United States? I don't know. That's a great question. <laughs> Isn't it the same thing? Yes. I Sorry, I'm just high. You know, no, I no, I didn't even notice it till you said something. When I, as soon as I clicked back, I was like, oh, shit. That's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, well, what the fuck? Yeah, so. What are they doing to my brain? What the fuck are you? What kind of fuckery are you pulling? Um, Yeah, Macy Barber, Hannah Cyphers. I don't know either of Macy Barber looks like she's from uh, the Contender Series. Because she has a picture, but she's in gray. Okay, yeah. Uh, Hannah Cyphers is a shadow man or woman in this case. Shadow person. So, oh, is she like is she like Shadow Link in the Water Temple? Yeah. For Ocarina Time Nintendo sixty four, where you gotta face the shadow version of yourself, and that motherfucker jumps on your sword. That bastard. But you know what the key to beating him is, right? No. The hammer. You gotta use the the heavy hammer because oh. he doesn't have one, and it shakes the floor and shit. So and he can't jump on it because it's a hammer. He doesn't jump on it, and you can and he takes damage. Okay. There's a hint from your. Good old buddy, pal, Donkey Tron. All right, thank you. Yeah, I don't, I don't know shit about Macy Barber except for she's four and zero. Uh, Hannah Cipher's eight and two. Um, I don't blame you, dude. We've never seen Hannah Cliff Cipher's, and we have never seen, or we've seen Macy Barber fight once in the Contender Series. I might have seen her. I just don't remember who she is. 
Might have seen her once. Opening fight, yeah, she yeah she fought in the on the contender series. That was it. Opening fight of the main card. Why the fuck is Louis Pena Shadow Man when his picture is in there? Don't do the violent Bob Ross like that. Yeah, right. They have his picture up, but then they have him shadowed out. What the yeah, hell? I don't know, man. Pissing. I like Louis Pena just because his nickname is the violent Bob Ross, and yeah, we all I think know the guys connection to Bob Ross. <laughs> Spiritual. And the guy's got some um, some fandom behind him, so yeah, let's get him some victories. I, I'm rooting for him. Somebody's always got to go. We got 8-0 versus 5-0. Mm-hmm. Michael Trezano? Trezano, probably. Trezano, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the lone wolf. 8-0. Uh, Trezano has had one fight in the UFC, and that's the Ultimate Fighter finale back in July. Um, it looks like he lost one. I don't know. Did he lose that one and then the UFC didn't update it? No, he won it. Wait, did he win the Ultimate Fighter? Yeah, he won the Ultimate Fighter. He beat he beat uh, Joe Giannetti, according to Joe Giannetti's UFC page. But they fucked up and they have Joe Giannetti highlighted. No, I don't. I don't know why the fuck this thing's looking like that. But yeah, he won the Ultimate Fighter back in July. Okay, yeah, because I don't watch the Ultimate Fighter anymore. I don't either. That's why I don't know the answer to the question. But I had to click a couple things to find out. Uh, uh, Pena coming off of his stint on the Ultimate Fighter as well. But he's blacked out, so maybe not. Yeah, no, he was. His only okay. his only fight listed on his thing was uh, a win over Richie Smolin at the Ultimate Fighter finale. Round one by some, or loss? Did he lose? What the fuck? No, Lewis Pena won. He won at the Ultimate Fighter finale. So these two must have been on the Ultimate Fighter the same season. Mm-hmm. Guessing. Oh, there was a, there was a little bit of shit shitness going on here. It wasn't. Uh, this guy's supposed to be in the finale. Pena? Bob Ross? Maybe. Bro, I have have no idea when it comes to Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, I I remember, like, watching the finale, but something had happened, and he had, he got to fight. Or he lost on the the show, but it doesn't show up on your record, because it's only two rounds. Right, because they're amateur fights. Yeah, and I think it didn't show up on his record, but he got thrown into the UFC anyway. Because of his win... Well, he got thrown into the finale and he won. I don't know. Maybe yeah, he fight. didn't. He didn't actually fight in the finals, but he got to fight on the the card, and he mm-hmm. won. He won against whoever he fought against. So um, he might have just lost on the show, probably. Uh, so we got two. So maybe they were supposed to fight in the final. I don't fucking know. I don't know. But they're fighting now, so they're opening up the card. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know anything about either one of them, but like I said, I like Pena because his nickname's Violent Bob Ross. I, I saw him fight that at the finale, and I like him. Yeah, he, he, like I said, he's got some people behind him, and I heard him on uh, Ariel's show. I was talking Ariel's Ariel. show. Yeah, I haven't listened to Ariel in a while because uh, Luke Thomas took over his show, and Ariel's is like fucking five hours long, man. And like, yeah, man, it's too much. It's too much to get through. You do get to know fighters, though. I need to get back on it. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, yeah. he gives he gets a lot of fighters and stuff on there, but it's like, 
I don't have five hours to dedicate to one podcast. Like I just saw today that the the sober October um recap thing is like four hours long. Yeah. Four and, and a half, I think. And I'll be watching it on YouTube, but god damn. It was a pretty good podcast. Yeah, I'm sure it is, but that's that's four fucking hours. I don't I don't yeah. I can't listen at work, so I don't that's like outside lifetime that I'm dedicating to listening to that. If I could listen to it at work, that'd be fine. It'd help me. Mm-hmm. That's half my day. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I can do that, but that's like, that's four fucking hours of my day after work. And I already got to cram enough shit into there. But I'm going to do it anyway because I want to listen to that podcast. Your FS1 featured prelim fight. Uh, Ashley Yoder taking on Amanda Bobby Cooper. Ooh-wee. Amanda Bobby Cooper. Two very attractive women. Uh, Yoder 5 and 4. Cooper 4 and 4. Uh, Yoder. The Spider Monkey. Yeah, she's coming off of a loss to Mackenzie Dern back in March. She, yeah, but Mackenzie Yoder... Dern's a percentage of two A's. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yoder is 0 for 3 in her career. Oh, shit. Yeah, she has lost to Justine Kish, uh, Angela Hill, and Mackenzie Dern. But she lost to Mackenzie Dern by split decision. Was... Well, she's, she's 5 and 4. Yeah, she's 0 and 3 in the UFC. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Cooper, well, I know for sure she lost. Uh, she fought back in December, but I don't know if she fought since then. Yes, she did. She also lost to Mackenzie Dern. By submission in March in March May this is March Yoder fought her in March oh, okay Yoder fought her in March and uh Amanda Cooper in May and then ABC fought back in December where she popped out Angela Magana's titty mm. and it was I remember on, that and it, yeah I do too it was on the big screen at the Joe or at the Little Season Arena you gotta admit she had a nice titty. Yeah, well, she got a nice butt too. I've seen that on Twitter. She posts that shit right up there yeah, in the world I, to see. I think she lost in Ryzen though her last fight. Probably she's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's garbage. I'm a, I'm riding with my girl ABC. Yeah, I'm going with ABC. Yoder's had a tough time. Yeah, I haven't seen anything out of Yoder in any of those fights. That even though she has a better record, but still, to buy one win. And that. Ooey. I think that's because yeah. that's because uh, Cooper lost the finals of the Ultimate Fighter against um, who the fuck was it? The chick that just came back from uh, from cancer. Um, Tatiana Suarez. Yes, that's it. That's it. Yeah, but that girl's a fucking beast for sure. Wrestler. Uh, Chase Skelly is taking on Bobby Moffitt, who he must be a contender series guy as well. I don't even got him great. Oh, is he grayed out? He's grayed out in the oh like, yeah, he's the, grayed out the yeah box, but it's Shadow Man on the the head to head card. Come on, UFC, get your shit together, UFC. Um, I don't know anything about Moffitt. I've seen Skelly fight. I think all of his fights. 
I don't know why Chess Kelly's been out for such a long time, but him and Jason Knight had that war, and that's where Jason Knight got a lot of hype and got those couple of fights. Either he popped or he got hurt. I don't remember. It's been a, it's been a, over a year, it's man. It's been over a year, yeah. Yeah, I have no so idea. He probably got hurt. It's been way over a year. Yeah. Yeah, he fought it was, back. It was a year in May. Right. That's all, yeah. Yeah, we're creeping, we're creeping up on a year, over a year and a half now. Yeah, I wonder what happened. I don't remember. I do not remember. Uh, I'll pick Skelly just because I don't know anything about Moffitt. Yeah, I'm going with Skelly. Uh, another fight that I know nothing about the opponent, but I know about Benio Dariush. He's taking on Tiago Moses, who looks to be making his debut. Damn, are they throwing uh, Darius a bone here? What's going on? He kind of needs a bone, man. He's got two losses and a draw in his last three. He hasn't won since he beat Rashid Magomedov back in 2016. Yeah. So they're either either throwing him a bone or they're throwing Tiago Moses, a guy with a name that's not fucking ranked. And they're trying well, Moses to... is ten and two. It's not like the guy's undefeated and hasn't been beat. Yeah, but being ten and two doesn't mean he's not a fucking been a beast somewhere. Yeah, he doesn't have any fights in the UFC. He's twenty three. He's young. He's a young Brazilian, so he's probably a lion. Kicks BJJ striking. Trains out of Coconut Creek, Florida. Oh, so he trains in fucking. He's an ATT fighter. I'm going with Darius still. Yeah, uh, I'm taking him. I'll take him. And I think he fought on the Contender Series, according to his fucking bio that I'm reading. Who, Tiago? Yeah. When you click his thing, it gives you the Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series, and the stuff's blue, and it talks about a fight that he was supposed to have, uh, Glideston uh, Cuties or Cutties? Cutties? I don't know. So I don't know if the fight did or didn't take place because it doesn't say, but he was supposedly supposed to be on the contender series. Um, yeah, fuck, I don't think Tiago Moses. I don't know. Shit can happen. Yeah, shit can happen. Apparently, he's he doesn't he doesn't have any reach. He's got zero reach, but his legs reach seventy. So he, I guess Darius is fighting an armless fighter. Interesting. They're bringing back fucking Julian Arosa. Bringing in Julian Arosa. Weird. He's off the contender series, bro. Yeah, but he fought in the UFC before. I don't remember him. Uh, Julian Arosa fought Marcin Wozniak back in 2015. His last fight was uh, at UFC 196 against. Um, uh, Ishihara Ishihara yeah But then I think he was in um, Cage Warriors And he fought yeah, Patty. Looks he, like it. Yeah he fought Patty Pimblet And he actually I, I think he I mean, Everybody thinks he beat Patty Pimblet But the judges gave him uh, Gave Patty the fight That was like the last fight Patty won before he lost the title Patty the Batty Yeah he, he beat up on Patty the Batty Interesting. Interesting. I haven't seen Devontae Smith fight, but I have seen Juicy J fight. Hirosa can fight. He's legit. 
Twenty-two and six versus eight and one. Damn. Yeah. Hey man. I mean, I don't know if he's gonna make any waves in the one fifty-five division, but he was fighting at one forty-five in Cage Warriors. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Devante. I'll take Garosa. Uh, Davi Ramos taking on John Gunther. Gunther. He was on the fucking Ultimate Fighter too this last season. I don't. I've never watched him fight, but I remember his face because he was like the weirdo goat dude. Like he was like he works with like goats and shit. Gunther. Like I would work with goats. Um, I'm pretty sure it was like goats. It was like some kind of weird animal. Uh huh. Oh yeah, he shears alpacas. That's what it fucking is. Yeah, he shears alpacas. That's what this weirdo does. And he's got a crazy mustache. Hey, do you know they're making a Rocket Man movie? Rocket Man. Like, based off the Elton John song? I think so. Are they making, I mean, are they making, pretty a, sure movie, that... are they making a movie about Elton John? Is that what you're telling me? Yes. Okay. I think that's what it was. Unless I was just high as fuck and I made that up. <laughs> But I'm pretty sure that was a preview before Queen. (laughs) Or Bohemian Rhapsody, sorry. When we get done here, uh, we'll uh, we'll have to verify whether you're telling me some shit or... Because I know nothing of what you're talking about. But uh, I got to take Davi Ramos. Yeah, I'm going with Davi Ramos. Two fights left. Joseph Morales taking out Eric Shelton. Bapo versus Showtime. Uh, I know I've seen. Yeah, Rocket Man is 2009. Really? Official trailer. Yeah. I'll have to watch that because I had not did not know that they were making a fucking. Uh, Eric Shelton's not had a real great go of it in the UFC. Uh, losses to Pantoja. He's one of the few losses to Jared Brooks that Brooks had in the U- wins that Jared Brooks had in the UFC. Uh, his only win is against uh, Janela uh, Leosa. Recently, he lost to Alex Perez back in February. I don't take Morales. Yeah. Fuck it. Morales lost to Davison Figueredo by uh, TKO back in February as well, but has a win over Roberto Sanchez. I'm take yeah, I'm going with Joseph Morales too. And uh, your opening fight, Mark De La Rosa taking on Joby Sanchez. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going with Mark De La Rosa because I don't like that stupid ass name, Joby. <laughs> That's not Joby it. Sanchez. But uh, let me. I mean, she got that record. He's two and he's one and one. He lost to Tim Elliott by submission, and he has a submission win over Elias Garcia. Mark De La Rosa. He's ten and one. Joby Sanchez eleven and three. He's two and two. Joby Sanchez in the UFC. Yeah, lost his first fight to Gene Herrera. Beat Manny Vasquez, beat JP Buys, and then three, lost to. He's three and three. Not two and two. 
Oh, shit, he's got more, right? Yeah, yeah fuck. He, he's, his first fight was a loss to Wilson Hayes, then he beat um, Matsuda, then he lost to Gene Herrera, beat Manny Vasquez and J.P. Baez, but you said. Damn, he's actually got some fights in the UFC. Yeah. But I Bumblebee? Think, well, wait, he, okay, so his two wins are on the Contender Series. Because uh, the the fight, or Gene Herrera was back in 2015. So he got cut and then brought back on the Contender Series. Okay. And then he fought again on the Contender Series. Damn, they gave him two Contender Series fights. Yeah. And then he lost mm-hmm. to Roberto Sanchez in February by submission when they brought him back. Oh. So, yeah, I'm going to probably sucks. take Mark De La Rosa. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sticking with Mark De La Rosa. Yeah, I'm taking him. I'm taking him with uh, with you, brother. Okay, a little bit of news, and then we'll wrap it up for the night. Let's, uh, where are we at time-wise? God damn, we're at two hours right now. Holy damn. shit. Uh, Floyd Mayweather announced that he will be fighting uh, kickboxing champion, fucking 20-year-old, Tension Nasakawa at the annual Ryzen uh, New Year's Eve end of the year show that they do. I've only heard this name mentioned maybe when he fought Haraguchi or when he got that spinning wheel kick. But like I said, I've only heard it mentioned, and I'm an MMA fan. That's just, it's weird on, uh... well, it's not weird on Mayweather's part. We were kind of talking about it beforehand. I think this is a gauge to see his popularity. On his behalf, he wants to see where he's at because Conor McGregor did just get 2.4 million buys without Mayweather. So now he has to demonstrate that he still is an A-side, that he still has some drawing power after being away. I don't know why he's coming back, though. Is it money? But here's the thing. Who's paying $100 for this? I'm not. Nobody. And I, I, don't, think there, I don't think you can get $100 for this. I don't think Ryzen can charge $100. Because this has got to be part of their like two day tournament thing that they do. Because they usually do like a two day card, where it's like one day. Well, the last the last couple of years they did that uh, that Grand Prix, because mm-hmm. Cop won one of them, but that was like a two day thing, like a two day tournament, right? Yeah, I think one was like on the 29th, and then the finals were on the thirty first, and then they've had some singles fights in there, but. Um... Yeah. Yeah, and he beat uh, he beat Horiguchi in that kickboxing match. Uh huh. But that's not even Horiguchi's fucking skill set. Why doesn't he fight him in MMA now? He's four and zero in MMA, and I think he's. Uh... And we haven't we haven't got the fucking rule set. Is Floyd? Are they going to allow kicks? No, and the, this is dude. Why why wouldn't they announce it? We all know what it's going to be. It's going to be a boxing match. Mayweather, he's he's he knows what he's doing. He put this out there. Hey, I'm fighting this guy. What's the rule set? What do we do? How is it? Good? Look, so now everyone's talking about it. Everyone's building up to it, and it's gonna gain traction. Well, I'm gonna be watching old Mayweather fights. I bring it, be like, oh goddamn. I bring it up because is it the possibility that Floyd is finally gonna to fight under that hybrid rule set? No. Well, wait, so? wait, wait. Well, let me let me explain why. This is Floyd's 
toes in the water idea to test how this fucking rule set's going to be against a, a an accomplished MMA fighter but not Conor McGregor where he can to, to see okay so if he can do okay in this kind of rule set then he can now this sets up the fucking billion dollar fight with him and Conor under the whatever MMA rule set you want to call it this is just my thing, my my conspiracy theory in me, but hey, anything can happen, man. Anything could happen. I mean, it's Floyd. Everything is a calculated reason. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I can see it, definitely see it going the way you say it is, but I can also see him using this as like the the tester for some kind of rule set to see what it he's so he can get himself used to taking kicks. I wish. Mayweather would do something like that and maybe like be the crossover guy that does it. But no, I don't think Mayweather wants to do that. I think he's coming back to box this guy and make money and get out of there again. He's going to do what he does. He's going to box some guy that doesn't box that he has the, the advantage over. This guy's known for knocking people out and Mayweather is bigger than him. And known for speed. I don't know. That's it, why. That's why I mean. Like, do, do you risk taking the kicks to chest it out against somebody that you you think maybe you've got an advantage to beat? I think this is a tester to the fight against Mighty Mouse. Oh no, Mighty Mouse is at one FC. Never mind. This is Ryzen. Yeah, I'm he's wrong. not fighting Mighty Mouse. No. Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse isn't getting him money. It's not about fighting the best. For Floyd, he don't fucking care about that shit. So who's gonna fucking win him the most money? And it happened like Connor is the best shit talker and promoter, and you know most fights can back up everything he says. Mighty Mouse doesn't draw anybody for that fight. Well, I don't think this other guy does either. I don't even remember his name. No, that's why I don't think that he's not banking on a big pay per view payday. That's why this is like another low risk, high reward. Because he's going to get paid on the back end by the fucking Japanese. He's going to get 50 or 60 mil out of this. Maybe 100 mil, you know, besides pay-per-view shit. Because Ryzen doesn't charge that much for their pay-per-view. So it's not going to be Floyd banking on mm-hmm. millions and millions of pay-per-view buys. But it's a low-risk, high-reward fight for him to try to see his hand on if he can maybe handle somebody like Connor in a step closer to his rule set. Because Floyd proved he can beat Connor in Floyd's rules, but he knows he can't step into the cage and fight under straight MMA, MMA rules. Yeah, I, I don't think that ever happens. I don't think I, I don't think Floyd's ever going to risk losing that because he will lose no matter what. He's too he's too high of a celebrity to go in there and fight. Nah, dude, I don't think bro, he goes in there and bro. fights to take a loss. He's fifty and zero. Yeah, but it, that 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 doesn't count in his boxing record. He's zero and zero as an MMA fighter, and it would be an exhibition fight anyway, so the fight wouldn't matter. And he could get he's gonna get. Paid. I if think Connor, pay- if Connor can draw two mil, 
He's going to get paid by Ryzen. I said that, but that's Yakuza money. We're talking about yeah. fucking getting guaranteed pay, 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 paid, and then getting the fucking pay-per-view dollars on top of that. Because they're not going to get $100 a pop for this fight. Nobody's paying $100 a pop for this fight. Mm-mm. So this fight's probably going to be maybe a $50 pay-per-view because Floyd's on it. But I think this does rise in a favor. I think that's right. It does. It does do rise in a favor, and it does Floyd a favor in the fact that it gives him a chance to get back in front of a Japanese audience, which I was talking about off air, because his boxing fights that he had rumored, one of them was to, talked about being at the fucking Saitama Sports Arena. Mm-hmm. So it makes perfect sense. But fighting this guy under a modified MMA rule set as a tester. It makes sense for Floyd. This, that's a calculated move for Floyd. Floyd and Connor want to fight each other again because they both want to make sure their great, great, great grandchildren are fucking financially set. I don't know. I don't think. It, I don't think he does any sorts of kicking elbows. I think he sticks strictly elbows. No, I'm not even saying elbows, but punches with 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 kicks. That was that's that that's been what's talked about. We'll see. I don't. I, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I can see it happening. I can. I can see him using this as a fucking feeler. Well, well who saw this? Like no one saw this coming. Like exactly, exactly. Why anything could happen? Why? But, I, but why I are you gonna fight? Does. Why are you gonna fight an MMA guy? Why? If why? Why not box? Why not? If you're gonna box an MMA guy, why not box a boxer in Japan? Um, because this guy's beaten an IBF uh, boxing champion from Japan. This guy doesn't uh, fucking doesn't p- position Floyd anywhere. It's not. It, it's a. It's a not even a lateral move to just box this kid. I don't know. It doesn't make sense unless he's. he's it, it makes sense if there's a bigger picture afoot here, outside of fucking getting paid by the Yakuza. We'll see. I feel like something's going to fucking play out of this. Uh, Rumble says he's open to a return, but only a heavyweight for a fight with John Jones, Daniel Cormier. Interested? Was it? Sorry. Uh, Rumble coming. Rumble versus. Oh yeah, coming back. Um, Are you interested in seeing him fight John or fucking uh, DC at heavyweight? I don't. I don't want to see DC and him again. I I think the same thing happens. And I think John Jones is ha, has such a high IQ. Why would he want to stand with Rumble anyway? Yeah, John beats him. Well, yeah, John beats him. So no, I'm not really that interested. I'm a I'm a Rumble fan, but if he only wants to come back to those fights, I'd rather not see him come back and lose unless he wants to come uh, come back and lose and get paid. I don't even miss Rumble at 205. Like I don't miss Rumble. I like Rumble, but it's not like I'm like, man, I really wish Rumble Johnson would come back. This division needs Rumble Johnson. Like. Yeah. Watch him be working on nothing but uh, takedown defense this whole time, or t- or wrestling and he's shit been, like that. He comes he's back. Been, he's been training with fucking wrestlers his whole career. It's still not that good. Um, I I would like it. I, that would be cool if he did fucking his wrestling super improved. But DC's not gonna. He's not. He's not fighting DC anyway. D- that's not on DC's radar. 
Mm-mm. It doesn't do anything for DC. He's beat that dude no. twice. Yeah. Uh, Jones, I mean, maybe I could get up for. I, I mean, probably. I can get up for pretty much anybody versus John Jones, so. Uh, Chad Mendez versus Alexander Volkanovsky is added to the UFC 232 card. Speaking of John Jones, Cyborg Nunez. Ooh, is this for the greatest female fighter of all time? Probably. No one's really mentioned that, but uh, Nunez has some uh, names on her record for sure, and so does um, so does Cyborg. Cyborg has. One legend. I kind of, I kind of think we're this fight is kind of being like overshadowed. Well, of course it's being overshadowed, unfortunately, but of course it is because it's the, that fight's not going to sell anything. Because mm-hmm. the return of the it's the return of John Jones. That's what's selling this pay per view. The king has returned. returned. <laughs> uh, James Vick versus. Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, let's. After making his pay-per-view color commentating debut, it's been announced that Paul Felder will be taking on James Vick uh, at UFC 233. I love me some Paul Felder. I do, too. I thought he did a really good job. Yeah, and all those people can suck my ass, dude. I remember when uh, he first did the Contender Series that first time. I watched the Contender Series, and I thought he did good, and people were shitting on him. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. I'm like, this is his first time, and I thought he did great. I'm like, just give him some time to get comfortable in front of the mic and get like more more rounds of doing this, and he'll get way better. And he's gotten way better, and he's he's awesome, dude. If he you see shit that we don't see, have you watched the main card back since mm-hmm. watching it with the guys? No. Watch, watch it back and listen to Paul Felder. He does a really good job. But watch the uh, the Marshman, um, um, what's his face fight. Uh, something happens in the fight, and like Marshman or um, Paul Felder picks up like that this dude's legs injured, mm-hmm. real quick before anybody else, and like he says something to Joe about it. Like it's just a really good pickup on his part, you know what I mean? Like a really, really good analysis, and smart shit that nobody else was paying attention to. And Paul's like, I, th- I think, I think he's fucking hurt. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, he's a good commentator yeah, from what Paul, I've heard, from the times I've heard him. I think Paul does a great job, and I enjoy. Yeah, Paul people Felder. just want to jump on him for no reason. I'm like, calm do. down, dudes. So yeah, him versus James Vick, which is a good fight. Um, I've been at it as well as Islam Makachev and uh, versus Francisco Trinaldo. Uh, UFC 233 is. Oh, excuse me. The end of January card at the Honda Center in Anaheim, California. Um, Vic's lo- looking to get back on track after losing to Justin Gaethje. And yeah. Paul Felder's coming off that loss where he stepped in to fight Mike Perry and broke his arm. Mike Perry. Mike Perry. Uh, Rick Glenn stepping in for Gilbert Melendez to take on Arnold Allen at the Tough 28 finale. Nobody will be watching. <laughs> um, well, actually, I probably will be watching that fight because Usman's taking on Dos Anjos, So, oh yeah, Pedro Munoz versus Brian Caraway. Oh, and the debut of Antonio Shevchenko. That's right. Ooh, 
Yeah. Valentina's sexy sister. Yeah. Valentina's very sexy sister. Taking on the also sexy actually Evan Smith. So But the real the real important thing to talk about is my boy Kamaru Usman finally getting a top five opponent. What you know about that? That's it. That's all the shit that's I it. got. That's it. That's it. We're fucking. That's a podcast. Two hours and fifteen minutes. Twenty. Boom. Some goddamn seconds. Bring up Queen. Well, I hope you guys got enough of that relationship advice talk. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> oh man, good show, bro. Good shit. Yeah, good shit. Yeah. Uh, you got any final thoughts or uh, plugs or anything? Uh, love is the answer. Go watch Bohemian Rhapsody. Very nice. Love is the answer. That's right. I like it. I got nothing except for uh, except for uh, hey, play the fucking song that I'm telling you to play. There we go. Thank you guys for. Oh yeah, you gotta you gotta play Fat Bottom Girls. I like I like girls with big butts. Of course, it's being stupid right now, because why wouldn't it be while well, I'm trying to close the damn show out? You made a there we go. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> All right, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week. I've been